Welcome to the B-Side Boys Podcast. Who do you think you are? I am! An Iowa rugby podcast. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, now you do! With your host, Mr. Gray. Big meaty man slapping me. And Philly V. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds! Brought to you by Rotor Epoxy. This is the adult tour, which means you can drink if you want, and we can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> this interview is brought to you by Tighthead Brewing Company. Tighthead Brewing Company is a craft brewery located in Mundelein, a suburb of Chicago. Their brew pub is a neighborhood institution where friends and families can meet up and enjoy great music, wonderful company, and the best beer in town. Since they opened their doors in 2011, they've poured their heart and soul into every glass. Stop in and taste what they're talking about. Also, if you are not from Chicago, make sure you go to your local grocery store, liquor store, restaurant, bar, pub, whatever. Ask the bartender, ask the owner, ask whoever runs the place for Tight Head Brewing Company beer. They distribute through Dahl Distributing. You can drink it in Iowa. It is found in Iowa. And oh yeah, the name Tighthead. Bruce played rugby for 13 years, mostly as a Tighthead prop. Bruce is the owner, founder, and master brewer. Enjoy Tighthead Brewing Company. All right. <laughs> All right, so there I was in the Wombat Den. Phil, how you doing? I'm good, you? Good, you? Good episode. <laughs> no, and we're joined with a special guest, Casey Hansen. Casey is in studio. How you doing, man? Good, 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 good. You need to be louder. Good, 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 good. <laughs> your, your app oh, has... Oh, you can like see how it goes up and down. Yeah, yeah and Casey's good. is just a little guy. I guess I gotta get closer to Phil. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's the thing. If you get to come into the Wombat Den... Um, there's no bells and whistles. We sit on each other's laps and we share one microphone. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Bus ride. It's, the, it's funny because it's like 90% true. <laughs> it's 100% true. But yeah, no, we're glad we got you in to talk about, you know, you have the Iowa High School Selects boys team going down to Austin right now. So did you just start your road trip and stop two hours in or what's what's the plan uh we fly out at five in the morning so we figured mm. we'd sleep down here so we don't have to leave at you know like midnight yeah yeah so Ooh. we came down here staying at a, a relatives and then flying out in the morning nice yeah do when do matches kick off for that then exactly like when does that start uh, so the u18s will play four games friday okay and then their championship rounds are Saturday, and then the U16s will play Saturday. Gotcha. Nice. And so this is the Austin Bloodfest Sevens, like a high school, a couple of different brackets. This is the first time you guys have had the U16 team. So can you talk to us about what that means to the Iowa Selects program? Because I know that's something you've really wanted to do is keep moving down like the age grade to help our programs. What does that mean to you to finally get that U16 team in a national level tournament? I mean, it's a, it's a good step. Uh, I, we, you know, we, we talk quite a bit. And when I talk like the, the quicker we can get balls in kids' hands and, and teach them the fundamentals and then give them a little bit of, I don't necessarily think higher level, but more, more rugby, I guess, because mm-hmm. that's kind of what everybody in the U.S. lacks is rugby. So the more you can play, the better you'll be. Um, has that been tough to find kids that are at the U16 level that 
aren't involved in football and baseball and wrestling camps because I know as we've tried to do this Wombats Academy, that's like the biggest headache we've had is a lot of summer programs, so many other pe- sports, yeah. Yeah, so many kids like, oh, we'd love to do it. I signed up for it. Yeah. Oh, but I have three different camps and I'm not able to play this one day. I mean, how, like, when you're looking for these players, is that a big hurdle? Or are there guys who are like, I'm in, I'm committed? I mean, out of the kids that were selected, I think there was only one that said no because he was saving up for Ireland. Okay, like you get that. Was he playing rugby in Ireland at I all? I believe so. So oh, man, was, I mean, he's a, a bonder kid. So I, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. sure, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, understandable. And everybody has stuff come up. But when we ran those tryouts, we gave them the dates, mm-hmm. and it's you know if you can't go, that's fine. You're more than welcome to be here. But like, let us know because right. we don't want to pick you and waste our time or waste right. our time. Yeah, right. And so, how many kids in that U16 range, you know, went to tryouts and, and applied for this? Uh, so we did U16s, like announced the U16s for the second tryout, and I think we had like 40 kids there, and probably half of them or more were U16s. Wow. Nice. And so... so it, was, it was decent. It was good. Do you know the field at all you're playing against? I mean, how do you think our kids from Iowa are going to stack up against other programs? I mean, have you watched any film on other teams, or do you know some of the other high-performance programs that will be competing there? You know other coaches down there? Uh, for the for the 16s... It's all. It's actually they're in a U18 open division. Oh no way! <laughs> so I wanted to test them a little bit. So yeah, that, that'll be kind of fun for them, I think. Um, let me look it up here. Well, I think that's really cool too. I mean, man, the confidence. Like if I was a sophomore in high school, like playing against guys who are 18, and then coming back for my junior year, and it's like oh, I've played in Texas. I wouldn't have any worries or lack confidence driving to you know, Bondurant or Altoona or Cedar Rapids. I mean, I would feel mm-hmm. pretty confident from this experience. So, like, looking at their division, there's, like, some schools, a couple clubs, but nothing crazy. So, I and, like, we had practice, and I think they surprised our U18s a little bit. Mm. Um, so, I'll, I'll be curious to see how they do. Daly's probably going to take the lead on them. Um, I gotcha. But it'll be fun. They're they're fast. They're pretty eager. Got some good, skillful guys. It should be fun. I think I think they'll do pretty well. Yeah. Do you want to name off some of the guys that are playing and like where they're from? And yeah, I'm making you dig through the notes. I should have told you. Be prepped. Have those tabs pulled open. I do not do that very well. <laughs> you know, I ask to like share people's names so people share episodes. I mean, oh. somebody's mom in- could listen in- to this. Your, inside your secret. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's mom might be like, hey, that's my boy. Yeah. Or grandma. Uh, so our U16s, we have Rylan Gall from Southeast Polk, who, I mean, at practice he was pretty solid. He was solid in the tryouts. Caden Simile, big boy from Crestwood. Oh, yeah. Um, Simile, yeah. Simile's mm-hmm. kid. Um, Jesse Eagley, or Egley. I don't know. He's probably getting mad. Tom always gets mad because I say his name wrong. <laughs> well, Tom's um, in Thailand, so who cares? <laughs> um, his brother Ben played last year down in Bloodfest. Oh, okay. Uh, he's he looked really good at, at practice too. Carlos Elias. Um, he's a Fort Dodge kid too. Um, Blake Guthrie. I mean, Tom Green from Cedar Falls. Caden Weatherall from Waverly, who probably would have played a little more varsity if we didn't have some of the guys we did mm-hmm. um, in the forwards. 
But like all these kids, Logan Lashbrook, he's a freshman. He looks like he's a sophomore in college. <laughs> um, Where's he from? He's actually from Janesville, and he played with Waverly. Okay. Um, but he's like 6'2", 6'3", Jesus. 195 pounds. Yeah, that's a so, man. It's a, it's a young Casey Hanson. <laughs> yeah, James well. He's bigger than I was. <laughs> um, Does he have a soul patch? <laughs> yeah. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Next year rolls in with him. Uh, and then we got the twins from Des Moines Lincoln. Uh, I'm going to say their name wrong. Robles. Dylan, oh, yeah. Dylan yep. and Elian. Elian. Yep. And then Blake Kennedy is another kid from Crestwood who... Who once he uh, grows up a little bit, and he's he's dangerous now, but once he like hits his growth spurt, he's going to be a force too. So mm. it'll be fun to watch him. Nice. I think they'll more than compete down there. I feel like too that's a really good mix of players. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, couple at most, couple guys from a few different teams, and guys kind of just spread out all across the state. And I think that really speaks to you know the level of play continuing mm. to increase in our league, and then these kids wanting these higher level opportunities. And I don't know, cool to see and. Also, like, scary to think, like, again, like I was saying before, they're going to be back as sophomores and juniors next year, just yeah. ready to be a force. And yeah. with as much turnover as a lot of our teams have, I mean, they're going to be studs. And, well, and it kind of uh, sucks them in, too, right? So yeah. if you have a kid that's kind of on the fence, he's super athletic, but now he gets to go to Texas, oh. maybe he gets yeah. a double invite off of it and goes to Salt Lake mm-hmm. or goes to Florida next year, like, it kind of sucks them in a little bit. and keeps them around. I oh, yeah. Like yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. what other high school kids in the summer and I are getting the opportunities yeah. to go right. for their seven-on-seven football or their, I mean, some kids for wrestling probably, some kids for football, but I mean, to actually see, like, you can work with national level coaches and players and meet those guys. I mean, that's yeah. pretty pretty cool. Yeah. So travel's just enticing in general. Like, it's really fun to tell, like, your friends that you're going this place and this place to play a sport. I mean. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And so, uh, you talked about Rebel. You work with them. Are they going to be down there with their own club? Are you going to be training with those guys or like yeah, so running through reps? What's that going to look like? Last year, we kind of piggybacked with them. Um, obviously, with working with them, I really like the way they do stuff. So no better no better way than to just you know steal what they do and have mm-hmm. the kids go down there and learn in like that exact same environment. Um, so we kind of piggyback off each other. We'll run our drills kind of individually. We'll run them with them, against them. Um, their coaches will come over and talk to our kids. We do the same thing. So it's, just, it's like a big group. And then as soon as Friday starts, it's no longer friendly, <laughs> which is good. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. They have, I mean, obviously Ethan's down there coaching uh, the locals. Brad Dufex down there. Um, yeah, it should be fun. Nice. And then the U18 team, can you talk about those kids yeah, and what stacked. that looks like? I think they're stacked. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, everybody, I think, that has played high school rugby or been around high school rugby knows those names. Um, I mean, like Orion, Tristan, Davin, which I actually said right. Yes. I always <laughs> said wrong, and he kind of got on me at practice. What's funny is uh, Parker and I last year, when we had him for our first year, as we were getting to know the kids' names, like we messed up his name a couple of times, and then Parker made it a running joke. He said his name wrong in a different way almost every day, <laughs> and, like, sure. and it, just, like, it just got under his skin. And he's such a fun kid, but like if he like really buckles down and like buys into this and like works really hard, I'm excited to see what comes from oh, yeah. it because uh, he's a fun kid to work with. But 
where he was two years ago to today, I mean, he's a completely different kid who's bought into it. And I think it was because of last year's tryout and seeing things firsthand. Yeah. Well, and it's it's kind of neat, too, that I, I get a little bit of time with him before they go to Fort Dodge. So I'm there, but obviously I'm not there as much as, you know, like Lippert and Nelson and stuff. But mm. if I get a hold of them and kind of get – get some of that Iowa Central stuff into them. They're used to having to do this and the program and, and stuff like that. I think that'll help them. But like always, Iowa teams, our forwards are pretty solid, and I think our backs will be pretty nasty too. Cause mm-hmm. we've got mm-hmm. Orion, Gavin Olson, Ian Murrah, Chase Gilbert, um, Connor Carver. I mean, just stacked. Yeah, yeah. That's a fun, fun yeah. lineup. I mean, yeah, we had – at our Wombats practice last Wednesday, a couple of those kids from Southeast Pole. Oh, yeah. And then a couple of kids from Valley came. And, yeah, I was luckily on the team with a lot of those high school kids because <laughs> uh, we also had a couple of UNI boys that were there, too. And so Nick Marker was our captain, and he picked all the high school kids. I'm just like, thank God. He said, here's the game. Yeah, here's yeah. the game plan. Give it to these kids. And they're Speed looping. And they also don't get tired. They yeah. just continue to run. They're, they're looping. They're running like a layered attack. And I'm just like, swing it away from me. <laughs> and they're lining up for a kickoff. And I'm like, the other way. Cause like, and these kids, too, are like, I'm not even sweating. And like all of us are just dying. Like, water break. And they're like, no, we're good. So, I mean. It's also really annoying that they can kick it like a perfect 10 meters and high every goddamn time. Yeah. That's really annoying. <laughs> it's crazy what the league's gone to. And just, I mean, since I've been coaching, it's unreal. But even mm-hmm. just the last three years, yeah. the oh, kicking yeah. has been <clears throat> extremely better. Well, and one thing I, I'm thinking we're going to see more of soon maybe is if coaches can kind of figure it out. But, like, kicking tactically in play and, like, mm-hmm. actually trying to do a cross kick, you know, in open play or actually trying to pin a team deep and, like, I don't know, working on those different things because we're not seeing that. No one plays really with a fullback or sweeper type, mm-hmm. a backside wing, fullback, mm-hmm. sweeper, whatever they want to do. But I don't know. I think it's something that could happen just because teams are really catching up to each other. I mean, it's. I really do feel like when we made it to state, out of those eight teams, six could have walked away champion. But also, I mean, Seven and eight. I mean, Cedar Rapids in that first match took Southeast Polk to the limit. I mean, at halftime it was, I think they were seven to five, or it was it was very close. Yeah, you they know? gave them all they wanted. Um, yeah, so I mean, it was a lot of fun. And then to see Lincoln too, who was a two A team, they win the sub state, so they make it into the class one A tournament, and they end up finishing second. Yeah, I don't think, and that was as an eight seed. I don't think anybody saw that coming. No. But again, I think that speaks to. You just have to be on, and anybody can beat anybody. And Yeah, and I'll say this, because I've probably said it the last three or four years, Lincoln, to me, is always like a red circle game because they're always super athletic. Yep. And you mm-hmm. don't know exactly what you're going to get. And if you sleep on them, they will absolutely bite you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. year before, Valley, we lost to Lincoln by 50 because they put the burners on. They hit us in the mouth right away, and then we just couldn't catch back up. And then every time we, like, took two steps forward, they ran 80 meters. Like, we'd make one little mistake, and they were just gone, you know. But it's just kind of getting those guys organized a little bit. Because I know talking to John Kelly sometimes, too, and I, the middle school I work at feeds into Lincoln. And you know working with high school kids. Yeah. Just sometimes you want to. 
Well, that's, that's <laughs> hit your head against the wall, and I'm <laughs> sure you feel that this oh, summer. Oh. <laughs> so every kid turned everything in on time. No, no, not even close. <laughs> but but that's kind of the thing, right? Like everybody jokes and says, like, "Oh, it's rugby time." Like that's that's something you're trying to get away, away from. from. Yes, rugby exactly. time absolutely like pisses me off. Yeah. So you know, it's it's no different than if the fucking Kansas City Chiefs said, "Hey, give me." $800 by this date, and mm-hmm. we'll take you to this mini camp, and then you'll get to play against other high-level football players or whatever. Mm-hmm. Would you wait? Or would you just turn your shit in? Because to me, I would be like, yep, absolutely. Yep. Away we go. Now, I'm not comparing us to the, the Chiefs or anything, mm. but, but same yeah, principle. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I was going to say, I'd hold out for the Bears for whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd probably be $250. Yeah, they'd give you like fifty. <laughs> Actually, they do have an open tryout. No. <laughs> no. Oh, like an Vince Papal type situation. Yeah, be the All next right. uh, Vince Papal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that Marky Mark movie. Yeah. The new kids on the, the, new kids on the block movie. Your love for the new kids on the block. <laughs> but Donovan McNabb? It's the guy from the Cosby Show. Just watched that episode like two days Dude, ago. Same. <sighs> um, we could talk about Sonny for the next hour. Get away oh, from yeah, that. Yeah. Get I away from I know, Phil. I know. Phil. I'm sorry. We have a guest. We can't do that. <laughs> no, I think I really like that too because... As a league, as a whole, I think that's something that still underlies a little bit with some of the ethos of just some people. They don't even mean to do it, but it's just this mindset of like, ah, rugby's rugby, show up, play, who cares? And it's like, we're getting more serious. Kids are getting high-level opportunities, and you don't want to be like a team like, I don't know, qualifying for a D1 Nationals, and then you have a player who's not able to play, whatever, I don't know. You know, you don't want to have... Actually, that's not their fault. <laughs> like, we just talked yeah. about this, Ray. You're, you're beating the horn. I know a lot of those guys. Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. Um, Good job, USA Rugby. Yeah. Uh, no, but that's the thing. Like, There's a level of professionalism, and then there's a reason, too, why... I don't know. We're not attracting, maybe, at the highest level, the highest players, because maybe athletes who could play in the NFL or NBA, you know, some of these higher-level athletes look at rugby as... That's not a serious sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, that's from grassroots up to international. Yeah. I mean, I think <clears throat> Iowa youth does a pretty good job. And they've, in my opinion, they've gotten a little bit better. Um, what they absolutely do a great job in is getting, like, what's happening in the state during the season out. Because mm-hmm. if you go and look at, like, Wisconsin, Minnesota, it's hard. You have to yeah. dig. Other mm-hmm. than, like, Badger Kings, yeah. which they do a great job up there. But, like, anywhere else, it is extremely hard to find out what high school teams are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something we had uh, Jackie Finland on, and oh, she yeah, does she the rugby that, breakdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I talked to her, I think, during the girls' season. Yeah, and she always covers the high school girls' season in Iowa. And a big reason she does that is because she has access to information. And she told us, she's like, no one can compare with Iowa on how they get their information out. And I'm like, that's cool that because cool. sometimes, I mean, part of the reason why we do this is we feel like it's hard to find information. But really, we're lucky because, mm. yeah, their webs. I mean, the fact we actually have a website, a roster, college coaches probably love that, you know? I mean, I mean, tell me where the U-20 team is playing in a month other right. than Kenya. Who are they playing? Right. Yeah. No, that's Nobody like, knows. Well, and it was funny, too, because a couple of weeks ago when Phil and I were getting ready, and I'm, like, scrolling through Twitter, like, uh, what's happening in rugby? Anything we can mention? Like, oh, the U-20s won. What did they win? I And, like, USA Rugby has no information. It's like, this is cool. These guys are going to be 28 years old when the World Cup is in the United States. Yeah. 
So, like, we should really put out information. You're telling me that Iowa Youth Rugby Association is a thousand times better at giving out information right. than USA Rugby? Right. Who has That's crazy. And they are. It's wild. Yeah. <laughs> full-time salary members who it's like, I don't know. It, I mean, they're, they... Well, don't they have, like, a marketing manager or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, we get like, emails from them all the time. Do we? <laughs> I mean, we could go down the USA Rugby hole. Yeah. yeah. But we're saving that one for Eric Nichols. Oh, yeah, Nichols is coming on for that one. <laughs> you want to come back for that one? Mike. Yeah. Because he told me, he's like, hey, I want to get drunk and yell about how we didn't make it. <laughs> like, it's open, man. No, but, no, I think the another thing, too, about the professionalism you guys are bringing, you know, from Rebel Rugby to the Iowa Slacks is... These kids are now going to go back to their high school teams because I think we saw it a little bit this year too of we have a lot of young coaches. We have a lot of newer coaches who might not – they love rugby. Their passion is there, but they've never been a part of like a high-performance team. They've never been a part of like learning from high-performance coaches. So it's just more of that old school, well, this is how I was taught rugby. Rah, rah, we're tough. Bash each other in the head. And it's like, hold on. Like – we got to go about this a better way. These kids can actually come back and be like, well, is this really, you know, beneficial? I'm not saying they're going to go against their coaches, but, like, just being a leader on the field, a leader in warm-ups, um, is that something you look to do, too, to try to, like, I don't know, instill some positive behavior in these kids to take back to their clubs? Or is it just, like, individually, like, hey, this is for you? I yeah, mean, no, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. It's probably not, like, I don't want you to run what we're telling you to run, and if you like it, run it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a secret. Like, all the kids get access to the playbook beforehand. So, like, terminology, the plays that we run, set piece, our lineouts, all that stuff. Like, what we call our kickoffs, they have it all right there so they can they can read it. And they're expected to know that when we down there. So, we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. And if they want to take that back because they liked it, sure. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead. If you don't like it, by all means, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. But if you can mm-hmm. pick up on something that you like, even just having that, mm-hmm. like, maybe the Valley kids liked it and they're like, Hey, this is how they did it. And you guys run your stuff, but it's set up like that. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Cause you just helped. Now everybody's on terminology. Everybody knows that it's just little stuff that yeah. you don't really think about. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it's huge. I mean, that's kind of like Iowa selects when we ran it. I don't know. Like when you ran it four or five years ago, I still see teams running some of the same lineouts oh, that we yeah. were doing five mm-hmm. years ago. Yep. It's like, Hey, it worked. And then people are like, and again, like one three three one. When that was introduced, like I don't know, six seven years ago, and everyone's like, "Hey, we're still giving that a go." And it's just funny how, like, yeah, everybody's an open book, and it's like, I think at the end of the day, it's like, even if you know exactly what I'm doing, if I prepare enough, like I'm gonna still beat you. Like that's kind mm-hmm. of a mi- mindset too. Is that kind of? I mean, like, yeah, like a set piece play is designed to move people around. So if mm-hmm. you show them one thing, there's options off of it right. depending yeah. on what the defense does. So. Depending on who you have on defense, it's going to look different. Mm-hmm. So if you like that play, sure. You, it might work for one year. The next year, you might not have the guys that can run that, right? Exactly. So yeah. why would you keep it? Right. You know? Um, yeah. Now, and, and I was thinking, too, you know, you talked about Iowa Central a little bit. So can you tell us what your role with Iowa Central is? So I work with the backs and 15s. And then I do film for them. So they have a VO deal. So gotcha. they record all their stuff, and I'll go in there and leave notes to players and gotcha. and stuff like that. Um, I don't get over there as much as I'd like, but that's a haul. That is haul. As you. Tom would <laughs> yeah. know. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, two hours on a school night. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Work night. That's, that's tough, but it's fun. I like coaching. Mm. Yeah. So. I mean, it's worth it. When we used to drive up to Waverly, I mean, I would get really drunk and then have <laughs> Phil drive me home uh, or see, Nico. See, and see, I just go by myself. So yeah. I get, uh, I get podcast time, <laughs> I get energy drink time, yeah. and then I'm, I'm buzzing when I get home because I just chug two rock stars to stay awake. And <laughs> yeah. morning sucks, but it's fun. Yeah. You're like, do I go to bed or, and like take a two-hour nap or do I just stay awake? I don't know. Yeah, no, I have sevens because they practice that night in the inside. That I got a little hairy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I drove yeah. back in a blizzard one time, mm. um, but it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. Mm. What yeah. about that uh, whole new? They're getting a whole uh, turf practice field in, like middle of campus too coming up here. Yeah, I remember seeing cool. that a while back. That'll be cool. That's Iowa really Central fun. man, they pump money into their sports. They, they got it going over there. Yeah. Is there going to be a women's team soon? I don't know. That's a Nelly question. Because I thought he posted something. On Facebook, I mean, he posts on Facebook every once in a while, and sometimes he just puts eyeball emojis on stuff, you know. <laughs> and there's a picture of like he, it's cryptic. He's, he's, he's just poking. He's yeah, poking. there's like I, I think there might be something, but I don't really know. I don't know either way. There's like eight or ten women, and it was like, ah, oh, grow the game. And I was just like, what's happening? What? Because <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it's it's right there. You know what else makes sense? Webster City having a high school team. Since I forgot to say Isaac Fershing was on the select side. Oh. But I have brought up Webster City. He's plays for Fort Dodge, but he's from Webster City. So hopefully if Isaac listens to this (laughs) put it out there. Team out of Webster City. I think that's like definitely our new goal is every single time we have someone on is just we tell them like you gotta start a team or coach a team. Mm -hmm. Like you could coach Phil. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm easing into it. Yeah, I gave you all the stuff to get the first level to be an assistant coach. You have yeah. all the stuff to get certified. Uh, I would. I just talked to Jake Kazos, uh, mm-hmm. not Kazus. I asked him how to say his last name, <laughs> and I said it. And he's like, "Yep." And then when we started the show, I immediately said his name wrong. I feel like an idiot. <laughs> I had to listen to that on the way here. I laughed because <laughs> and like I said to him too, like, "How do I say your name?" And he told me Kazos and. For some reason, I said Zeus. I don't know if I was thinking of Zeus. Probably thinking of Zeus. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. yeah you know. But, I mean, that'd be really cool. I it's, mean, It's no Ryle Grand. <laughs> <laughs> Out of Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. No, I'd wild. love to see him get into it because he's a passionate kid. I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah. He shows like up at everything. He uh, he's one that whenever I'm around, because I'm not around Bremer a whole lot anymore. Mm-hmm. But when I am, he's always 
hey, what do you think? Anything? And he, like, he always has questions. Always, mm-hmm. He's super. He's like a sponge. And oh, he's yeah. been like that since he started hanging out at Bremer. Nice. Good. That's awesome. Yeah, I could definitely tell, like, playing with him down mm-hmm. in Nashville, too. Like, I mean, just jumped right into it and just immediately was like, yeah, trying to figure everything out and yeah, just learn from everyone. And, yeah. No, I'd love to see. Yeah, get some more teams up by Tom so he stops blowing up my phone bitching about how much he drives, but he doesn't complain. How far is it, how far is it to Algona from there? Not very. See, that'd yeah, be so not, well, I think you've said that, too. And there's a lot of Gopher guys who still live in Algona. Right. And they, like, because I played with Gopher when I student taught, and that was their last spring they ever played. That was the last time they ever played ever. Um, I still have one of their jerseys, but don't tell them. Don't tell them. Hydro be pissed. No. <laughs> uh, I think one of my first 15s game, we drove up to Algona with like 16 guys and got absolutely crushed. Well, oh. their pack. They had some big boys. I told yeah. you this before. Like when I showed up to the first practice in the gym and they looked at me and like, oh, you play at college, you play at UNI? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, cool. Fly half? I'm like, I'm a prop. And they're like, this is our pack. Yeah. <laughs> big, big, big North Iowa boys. Yes. And, yeah. and like, that's the thing. They just didn't have that next phase of guys to come in. They're all farmers. They're all aging out. And they just. Was Holmesy up there when you were there? Jamie Holmesy? Hmm. I don't think so. Okay. Because I played, I played with him at or, Nyack. Was he a center? He played yeah, I think so. I think that actually sounds right. Yeah. I think he was kind of a center who ran kind of like. Barons and would lift his knees up really high mm, while he ran. Like he yeah. wanted to hurt people while he ran offensively. Yeah, I, can't, I think he played defense in Nyack. I don't know, but I knew him through. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, they had a lot of great yeah. guys, and that's saying Adam Gish. Yeah. Hydro was his uh, nickname. He's up in Okaboji right now, um, and he coaches girls basketball. Did you ever get to go to that tournament? No. Oh man. What the? I think I might have been at one of the last ones, the Okaboji tournament. Oh. And like the Storm Lake Albatross was there. Oh, and Storm yeah. Lake, yeah. We always played. I think the last time I was there, I played with you and I because we just kind of hoard on with you and I. Mm-hmm. And them in Omaha was always a battle. Mm. So, second day, extremely hungover. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> sunburnt. I remember my shoulders peeling off inside the jersey because uh, that's how sunburnt I was. It was, <laughs> not, it was not good. Been there before. But it was fun. Very fun tournament. I think it's a paintball park now. Oh, wow. Really? Wow. (laughs) I feel like, I mean, just Western Western Iowa, it just, as Phil and I, we looked through some of the old All-Iowa, like... Oh, yeah, when they posted that, uh, the roster and some of the teams, I'm like, I didn't even know these, like, teams existed at one point. The Drake one caught me. I didn't know that they had a team. And there was an Altoona team. I thought that was a typo. Yeah, so that was that was interesting. I feel like that's a spot too where you could get, I don't know, with all the Southeast Pole kids that are just kind of around a summer or like Ames. Team. Ames, Ames would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. really down here, any of the suburb towns could have their own team. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it'd be really easy. Like every away match could be. I don't. Know. I've <laughs> I've always thought minutes. of that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've always thought amazing. of that too. Where it's just like we. I mean, all the suburbs have all these kids every mm-hmm. single year, and then yeah. But we'll see. I, yeah, I would love to see go for college comeback, and then also just more high schools up in that area because I think. I mean, Clear Lake's another one too, where yeah. my buddy coaches wrestling there, and I've always told him like, "You're, you're right there, man. That strip, mm-hmm. going going and east." I think if, 
Mason City starts up again, then Clear Lake would go, or mm-hmm. if Clear Lake mm-hmm. goes, and Mason City will start up again. Yep. It's just kind of like I called it. Well, not yet, but I'm going to call it because I said if one of those eastern towns gets a high school team, the mm-hmm. rest of them will follow suit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to happen. I think we were talking about this. Definitely Dubuque is going to happen. They're already working on stuff. And I think they're looking to do kind of like a, the Dubuque Riverboat Gamblers are kind of going to be the umbrella. And mm-hmm. then I think like the three different Dubuque high schools are going to, just to see what they have for numbers before mm-hmm. they kind of split off. Um, but they're definitely going to have at least one. Davenport's already doing stuff, but yeah. they play a lot in Illinois because there's just not because it's right there stuff yeah. there they yet. Come over to the good side. Yeah, and I think <laughs> when those side. other dominoes <laughs> fall, they will. Yeah. You know, and then Iowa Falls, Landon, he said, "It's been talking about it, yeah, it's going to happen." You know, honestly, I think if Nebraska can't get anything going, you know, they already came to Des Moines a couple times. Yeah, what's mm. wrong with them? Just just absorb them. Tell right. them to come over and play in our league. Well, and then there's that Farm Boys team, too. Um, old you and I boy, uh, Diedrich. Oh. He's yeah. got his yeah. own thing. Is that in Wisconsin? They came down so, to Clinton yeah. a few times, and yeah. they played as well, too. Mm-hmm. So have you seen that? The uh, I think I might have heard it. I don't know. Yeah, they went and played their, like, it was like a JV. It was their first time ever playing, but they played JV games down at Clinton, and they just call it Farm Boys Rugby. And I yeah. think it's like a Wisconsin thing, and it's like, if we could get some of those, I mean, that would be cool too. Because, yeah, western side of the state needs something. Eastern side feels like it's ready to pop. And I don't know. I really think we could see six to eight new teams next year well, and actually I, sustainable. I know Glenwood always played in the Nebraska League, and I don't even know what they do anymore. I think COVID like really messed them up. Mm. Yeah. As far as numbers wise. Yeah. But, I mean, Glenwood's over there. If you get Glenwood, you get that Nebraska and bring them over here. I mean, you're looking at a bunch of schools in Omaha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Granted, if you get a bunch in Nebraska, will probably start their own thing back up. But then you have Sioux City, Council Bluffs. That's what I was saying, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's crazy, too. We played uh, the Sioux. Oh, Sioux Fall Crows is what who, – or that's what we play in the spring, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of – Men's rugby up there. Is swine still a thing? I think they are. Yeah. yeah. And then you still have the tri-state punishers, punishers. Yeah, they up there. do sevens. They but... do sevens. I mean, there's people there that could coach. Yeah. Yeah. So, And you were talking, too, and I thought this was really interesting. You posted a couple weeks ago on Facebook about 15s mm, rugby yeah. for high school. Do you want to kind of talk about what your idea, what your vision with 15s is? Because basically, um, I was talking to Lane Prusner about this, about how you know, watching the high school 15s nationals that, like, the kids in Iowa could compete. It's just how do we make it work? And I feel like every single year, at least twice a year, there's a big thread. Someone will say something about 15s, and people argue, when is the best time? How's the best way to do it? But this year it wasn't an argument. It was way more positive people being like, I think we can do it. So, so you laugh though because so, so I think the last few years it's been me. <laughs> because Whoops. last year I went to it. Yeah. And we were recruiting for Rebel and I'm sitting here watching the club teams and I'm not taking anything away from the club teams cuz the teams there are very good. Like mm. they're they're very good. And I say Sorry. <laughs> I need to talk into the mic. I say, I say that we could compete, and we could, purely off of athleticism. I don't know how well it would go, 
just because those teams have been playing a lot longer. But if you give us a couple years, we'll absolutely be able to get up in there. Oh, yeah. Um, I well, mean, if you're not there, you're not going to win anything. Right. And you're not going to get better. Like, if you don't put a bid in to do it, then... <clears throat> okay, so like the select team this year. We're playing 15s. We've got a couple games. We need more than that. Like me and you have talked. Like the Iowa Sevens League is great, mm-hmm. but you play what twelve games a year? Yep. Maybe more if you go to state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're looking at fourteen minutes a game, so you're at you're the math guy. Uh, not much. <laughs> Hold on, we can do that real quick. Keep talking. Not much, but if you play one fifteens game, that's. 60 minutes, I think, is what they play in high school. Or 168 70. minutes of regular season rugby. Right. So for if you sevens. Play two 15s games, you've just doubled your rugby. Yeah. Yeah. And you're playing more rugby because it's 15s and it's broke down. It's rock, yeah. rock, rock. You know? Yeah. I don't know. It just, you would see, it would benefit the sevens league a lot because they would be playing rugby more. Yeah. Right? And that's the U.S.'s problem is that we don't play enough, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, and. So what would that look like to you? How, if you were going to make this happen next year, how would you make it happen if you had all the control and, like, no roadblocks? Uh, We would see who's interested, play some teams like the Kansas City Blues who went there and got fourth, I believe, try and play them. If we get a win, that helps. Um, St. Aquinas or St. Ignatius? No, which one? Aquinas? Which one's out of Kansas? I think it's Aquinas. Okay, there's like five Aquinases. There's one in Florida. <laughs> there's a lot of a. It's like a Is Catholic kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Aquinas out of Kansas, but they yeah. were last year. They were in the the high school one. This year they're in the tier two, and I think they did fairly well last year and fairly well this year. I mean, mm-hmm. you're looking at maybe four or five hours on each of those. There's teams out of St. Louis. There's Wisconsin has a bunch of teams. Oh, yeah. Just play some of those. Look to get three, four games. Mm-hmm. Probably on a Saturday. <clears throat> and I know people are like, well, you play Friday. I'm like, okay. But in the grand scheme of things, 28 minutes of sevens is not going to burn you out for a 15s game. And especially especially in high school. High school. Yeah. Right. And how many kids are playing all 28 minutes? Right. I mean, th- did you have a single kid? I mean, we had play? a couple, but probably not all of them. Right. Yeah. 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 Plus all your beefcakes probably aren't playing, you know, 14 right. minutes straight either, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it would help. It might not help all of the recruiting for sevens cuz some of those big guys might go away. Mm-hmm. But I think in the grand scheme of things, it will push more people through rugby, especially yeah. high school in Iowa. And I mean, if you can play for a national championship, why wouldn't you? That's not mm. a state title. That's a national championship. Right. Yeah. yeah. Big difference. Yeah. And that's something, too, that I know, like, John Cullen has always said that he was blown away by when he came to Iowa was, like, when you think of Iowa football players, what do you, what position group do you think of? Right. Hmm. Offensive line, defensive line. Yeah. Why Tied are <laughs> Maybe some linebackers in there, too. Well, I mean, Riley Moss had Ankeny, cornerback. <laughs> Did you see his interview, by the way, when he uh, first NFL interview in the locker room? And they're like, hey, how does it feel? You're the first, uh, you could be the first starting white cornerback since Jason Seahorn 20 plus years ago. And he goes, what? Really? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, you didn't? He's like, no, I knew. <laughs> he's like yeah i've heard that before moving on <laughs> still don't care yeah um but no like he was saying to like you know we have all this corn fed 
beef in the offensive line. How are we not getting tight five players up to the national level? Because they're wrestlers, they're football players, they have size, they have thickness. There are kids that are missing out on those opportunities. And this this right here could help them. Yeah, and I mean, so some of the biggest things I've heard about Iowa rugby, mm-hmm. especially from the high school kids that have moved and played on, is it's a lot of IQ stuff because we don't play 15s. Mm-hmm. So if you want to play, you know, we might have this just freak show, Tavius Sikora Mathis. Yeah. Right, but he plays sevens. Well, he's probably not going to get a look at the U eighteen fifteens team because mm-hmm. there's so many people that play fifteens throughout the U S. Yeah, except for Iowa. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yes, we have them here, but like, I think Brandon Keene still does the U eighteen. See how I'm name dropping? So yeah. Maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe Brandon will listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> he can see what we're up to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, if you just get these kids some exposure, so Rebel, right? You mm-hmm. get a big kid like Tavius or even Lane McDonald last year mm-hmm. or Barthlow. And, like, some of these big kids, Connor Carver, I know he's going to play football. But any of these kids, these bigger kids that would be type five kids, I mean, at least they're getting a look now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, and I think of, too, like, we have, like, a Valley, a couple of bigger kids, like a Cook. He's going to go mm-hmm. to... Iowa Central, and he's going to be a front row player. He played a lot of minutes last year because we had nine guys. Well, this year when we had 20-some, his minutes were cut down to probably an average of two to four minutes a game. Right. Because he was a big guy. He was situational. Hey, defense, like, I, I need you to be right, a brick wall in the small rugby. space. He, he's just probably not a size but player. Out in space, yeah. it, does, it doesn't make sense. But offensively, how many videos do we have of him just trucking a kid? It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. We made a meme. It said, you just got a cooked. It was, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put it on T-shirts. <laughs> so wait for the B-Side Boys NIL deal with a cook. <laughs> but no, it's one of those things where, like, he's a he's a good rugby player. Yeah. And he's going to play in college. But, like, this year, luckily he played last year to get a look. Because how much film would we have had? But if he was playing 15s, he'd probably play all 70 minutes because I think, is high school, do they play 70? I think so. Okay. 70, 60, 70, yeah. Yeah, and he'd be able to go probably all 70 as a tight head, loose head prop. Right. You know, so I mean, like you said, more looks, more exposure, and then just more reps. Mm, I think of it too where (laughs) our first match this year with Waverly against Valley, experience, IQ, what to do at the end of the game. There was blood time, you know. Our kid kicks out of bounds because he sees the clock says zeros. Didn't know that, hey, you go off the referee's watch. Listen for the beep of the watch or ask the referee. Or just ask the server what the time is. And we just kicked it out. And, like, the kid who kicked it out, too, another kid told him to do it. The kid who kicked it, he'd only been playing for five weeks. Right. You know, he'd probably played game time, probably a total of 30 minutes of actual rugby game time. Mm, Right. That's a half. Yeah. Yeah. Our IQ is so low. And then you get to the men's level too. It's still low. Like I mean <laughs> for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah it is. So for real though. <laughs> and, and I mean, yeah, I I think too I've said this too before, like me personally as a coach, like I was coached a certain way and then when I coach, I coach how I was coached and I forgot a lot of things. Like, I mean, you're kinda capped to the experiences you have. So by sending people off to play in high school 15s, that's a new experience that these kids are going to bring back that only makes our whole state better for it, you know? Yeah, and I mean, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But, yeah, I mean, the, the thing, the difference between posting last year and posting this year is last year, after I said it, we did the Selects 15s. And 
while we didn't win those games, like they had fun, they enjoyed mm-hmm. it. A lot of those kids moved on to play rugby. We're doing the same thing this year, and it's the same same deal. Like yeah. I think we'll put up a, <clears throat> a better fight this year because we've had some practices, uh, and Nelly's getting them squared away. Nice. Um, but like, there's nothing. If if you like football, there's nothing you won't like about fifteens. Right. Exactly. It's almost the exact same thing. Yeah, I like it better than sevens. Quite a so bit better, I. actually. <laughs> so do I. Uh, is, are you guys playing the East Side um, Academy um, team again? I don't. So this is what I have so far. Because if you do, just take it to them. <laughs> I'm over those guys. Uh, take that Ashton. <laughs> July 9th, we will be playing the Badger Selects in Waverly. Nice. Uh, and then July 29th, we'll be playing KC United at Valley Field. What's it called? Tiger, Tiger, Field. Tiger Field. Tiger Field. Tiger Field. Tiger Field. Tiger Field. Okay, Tiger yeah. Field. Tiger yep. Field. And this says you guys are going to live stream that. Yes, Ooh, we are. Yes, we are. So donate to us so we can buy an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah, uh, we did the test run with the girls. We know what we want to do to improve it. Yeah. <laughs> Have Mr. Gray there. <laughs> Let me get that on my calendar now yeah. so Lex knows. <laughs> that was fun, though. I actually had a good time at that. That was pretty good. Refereeing could have been better. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> that guy didn't know. Shit. <laughs> I'm like looking down there too, because I was watching it to check in on Phil. I mean, to check in on the girls, see how they were doing. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I kind of chuckled just seeing like the girls are getting ready for a scrum, and you're just towering over the scrum. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's Casey. <laughs> how how's that been? Uh, you know, kind of getting more into refereeing. Um, it's fun. So I I kind of viewed it as I've always I wouldn't say well I would complain about refs mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know why didn't you call this or why did you call this type deal so I figured I'd put my money where my mouth was and, mm-hmm. and give it a go um, and I'm still pretty harsh on refs but my my deal on that is like okay so if the refs let you play at this a certain standard right and it's getting better. But if the mm-hmm. refs play, let you play at a certain standard, and then we take these kids and we take them down to Texas, who has an outstanding referee union, mm-hmm. and they get dinged for all kinds of shit that they they're allowed them, to yeah. play for here, mm-hmm. like, like we'll just get blown away. And it, right. it kind of happened to us last year down there. We got dinged for some stuff that we probably were fine here doing. Mm-hmm. And then when you get around those refs that have been doing it longer and are more experienced, they'll, they'll nail you for it. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's one thing. Um, and if I can help do that and, you know, I'm out there with you. So if I'm complaining, at least I'm doing it with right. you. And you're more than welcome to complain if I'm refing your match. Like, right. I get it. It happens. I miss a bunch of shit, too. But if we can raise the standard of it, then it makes all of rugby better. That's kind of mm. where I'm at with it. And I think this year, high school-wise, while there were still some, some rough moments, like you could definitely tell the guys that went on that uh, meeting on Wednesdays. Yep. Um, you could definitely tell that they went to it because like, leaps and bounds better than last year, in my yeah. opinion. I think that reflection meeting that Adam Falk hosted, because I would watch those just because I learned a lot as a coach just to know like what is it are the referees looking for and then to talk through like the quick line out and to actually understand because you hear so many times people say certain things at a quick line out and then adam falk actually opened up the law book and was like that's not a thing 
No. Like how people are just like, you know, mark it, yo, mark. And it's like, that's not that's not a thing. You need two guys from each side and the referee decides. And I was just like, whoa, this is good to know. Like, yeah. Was it, were you guys gone or was it, were you guys gone when we played St. Paul? I think that was your first year down here, wasn't it? When we played St. Paul in the playoffs? Um, or was that, were you guys with us? We, the only time I think... St. Paul, I remember we got rained out in Waverly. So okay, was it so the year I before? Think, I think it was I think it was the first year of the Wombats. Okay. And we were up there. Oh gotcha, yep. Yeah, I had to make because I think Jackson was our ten. Okay, but yep. It was it was like along those lines of they were trying to go quick and I think one of our wingers, it might have been Willie, was like standing in the five <laughs> channel, like face guarding him. I'm like, get out of the five channel because all he has to do is act like he's passing it and hit you with it mm-hmm. and it's a penalty. Yeah. Like just stop. He's right. like, What? I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like so and there's a lot of people that don't know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just it helps. Those videos helped. Even mm-hmm. if you weren't on the call, if you watch them, you're gonna learn something. Yeah. Well, and that was the thing, too. I think the celebration thing, that was another big discussion of, like, what is egregious? What is what, – what do we want from the league and how can we interpret the law? And, you know, going back to, like, why you got into refing, I think it's really cool to see a, a person like you who, like, you played for so long and people really respected how you played. And then you also are like – I mean, you see a lot of guys who are kind of the guy on their team. And then they, they they do what they want to do. They talk to the ref how they want to talk. And then they never really do anything after. And they're just kind of like, hey, I, I played the game. That's good enough for me. But the fact that, like, you played it at the level you played. And then you saw, like, I'd like refs to be better. So instead of just continuing to say, man, I wish they were better, you actually, like, picked up a whistle and you're doing it. And almost showing kind of, you know, just being humble enough of, like, a person in the sport to be like, yeah, I can pick up a whistle too. And I do it because I care about the sport. I don't know. I think it's big to see a guy who played at your level to do that. Because a lot of people talk. And you're actually, like, backing it up. Because, again, I think it is one of those things where I went through the refereeing course. I think we did it the same day in Ankeny. Yeah. I refereed a few JV girls matches. I've done some ARing. I'm not good at it. Like, I can't. My brain doesn't work. Like, I get in the 910 channel it moves really fast. I always kind of set up like I'm taking a pod. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't click for my brain. And so then I feel like when I coach, like this year, with Parker and Vic and Juju, who are young, and as they're yelling at the referee, I felt like I was yelling more at the three of them than I was our players. Because I was just <laughs> like, leave the referee alone. This is hard. Like, focus on our kids, what they're doing, not the mm. ref. Like, you guys don't get it. Like, right. You know, I love those guys, and they're very passionate, but, like, leave the refs alone. You don't understand what they're looking at. And also, we can't control the ref. We can control our seven guys on the field. Also, do you ever see an international coach yelling at the sir on the field? No. Well, Never. they're up, they're way up there yeah. with their yeah. fancy. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, like, this is what an international yeah. coach looks like. And I have my yeah, finger just, on my mouth and my hand <laughs> under my chin. And they just kind of like, hmm. Like, yeah. those coaches uh, don't talk. Yeah, they, Their prep is through the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you'd be Mike Friday at halftime where you just go, speed of three, boys. Speed of threes. <laughs> Which is valid. But. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's the thing, too. A lot of the, I think every single match in the high school league, you get one minute for halftime. Referee blows whistle. All right, wrap it up. Okay, guys, here's what we're going to do. Like, you spend a minute doing your substitutions, and then someone else jumps in, like, here's the game plan. The referee's like, 
We gotta go. <laughs> yeah, we haven't broken down yet. We're kicking off. <laughs> Will next year be the first year someone kicks off while a team is still in the huddle? Maybe. Anything's we, possible. We might be the team in the huddle because we have too many coaches <laughs> talking. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, one thing that I actually picked up from Rebel that I do with the girls a lot, sometimes with the boys, but they come in and just have them like slow their breathing down so they can actually think mm. because they're tired. So we do like a quick breathing exercise that takes like 10, 15 seconds and then have the captains talk about it, like what they're seeing. And now let's take a break to hear from one of our sponsors. Convergence Acquisitions LLC is an organization dedicated to providing their creditor partners with a compliance solution for accounts receivable portfolio sales and servicing they enable for their clients to focus on their core business and provide them with a reliable partner they can count on to acquire distressed portfolios. Through over 30 years of accounts receivable management experience, they have developed processes and procedures to recover account portfolios while exceeding compliance expectations. They have partnered with well-respected law firms and other recovery vendors to create an ideal solution for their partners. Convergence Acquisitions evaluates and acquires portfolios including credit card, retail card, consumer loans, auto loans, draft deposit accounts, EMS services, and more. For more information on selling portfolios to use, please contact our business development team at 855-200-6096 or via email at acquisitions at convergenceacquisitions.com. This episode is brought to you by Rotor Epoxy, the premier epoxy company in Iowa. You need your floors looking good. You need to redo the entire shop, the locker room floor, the fire station, the man cave. Those are the guys to call. There's an infinite amount of floors that you would possibly mess with here. So whatever you need done, they can do some wicked ass designs for you. Whatever you got going on, just get it done. Get a hold of them. Infinite designs. 100% satisfaction. Rotor Epoxy. Find them online now. So you have two captains. They say what they're seeing. Like, if it's relevant, you leave it be. If it's like, okay, yeah, but, and mm-hmm. then the coaches chime in, and that's like, that's it. Like yeah. 45 seconds, good to go. What's this breathing exercise? I kind of want to know it. Ask Eric Wickham. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> Is it just like a mindful breathing or just like... Yeah, it's just controlling into, breathing, like in two, yeah. three, out two, three. Yeah, and just everyone shut the fuck up. And, yep. yeah. and yeah. like, okay, black time. Catch up so you can think. You're not yeah. panting. Yeah, because yeah. some. I mean, we've all been in those huddles before, where it's just like, make your tackles, get low, run hard, do this, do that, do that, you and piece then of shit, catch the ball on yeah. the back on the back <laughs> side, <laughs> and they keep hitting this backside switch, and you need to slide over, and we got to mark X, we got to, and uh, we got to go break it down one two three. Here we go, and you're just like, and nobody got anything. Yeah, and there was, yeah. and then and then you have your backs over here, like, hey, you and me do this, and then the forwards are kind of over here in the front rows, just like, where's the water? <laughs> like, I wish the backs would stop dropping the yeah. ball. <laughs> if I Somebody out there needs to tackle or maybe rush. <laughs> if I have another scrum, I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> yeah, we've been in those. Oh, yeah, yeah breathing. Good. Okay, Phil, are you writing this yeah. down? Yeah, I'm. I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I found so like that. That's a pretty quick halftime, but that. That works, and you actually get something semi-constructive out of a player, and it's mm-hmm. player-led that way, mm-hmm. right? So they're the ones seeing, it, thinking about what they saw, so they can adjust instead of me just telling them. Yeah, right? and I think that's cool too because it's like you pick those captains for a reason. A captain should be more than just "Hey, you went to the coin toss," right? And then the ref talks through you, but I'm captain. 
Yep. Like actually do something, be that leader. So yeah, that's I mean, cool. if you're going to keep playing, you should know how to talk to a ref, which is mm-hmm. part of being a captain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can get on the friendly side of a ref once in a while being a captain. Phil, remember when we made you captain a couple times? Dude, you were all, too friendly and you hated you guys, it. You guys are all yelling at me. It was so annoying. <laughs> Having Lee <laughs> yell at me. Lee knows more than me, obviously, but I'm just like, barely understand what you're saying half the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> Phil crumbled under the pressure of being a captain because it was like... It didn't people, crumble. People were like, they're doing this. Tell them to watch this. Tell them this. And you're just like, hey, hey. I got it. Hey, and he told me I did a really good job uh, managing the team, okay? Because you weren't screaming at him. <laughs> well, sometimes tone is everything. Exactly. <laughs> hey, hey. Everybody settle down. He made the call. Let's move on. Uh, so who who are your captains for uh, the U16 and U18, or have you picked those yet? Or is that we still have, secret? We have not picked those yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. They will be awarded... Probably Thursday night. Do you do that like at the Jersey? Like, do yeah. you, are you gonna do like a Jersey announcement ceremony? Well, or, like... yeah, we'll we'll. Uh, so <coughs> Wednesday we all fly in. Players mm-hmm. are supposed to report about three. We'll hand out their gear then, mm-hmm. um, just so they have it and I can record it. But then, like before the games, we'll have a team meeting, watch film, and then we'll kind of talk about mm-hmm. who the leaders are, what they're gonna do, their roles, stuff like that. We do one on ones with all of them. Um, so each player sits and talks to a coach about how their how the experience is going, um, anything we can help them with that we mm-hmm. haven't done, stuff like that. Like just nice. get to know them a little bit. That's cool. More than just nice. like, hey, yeah. I'm kind of here coaching you. Okay, in between games, just leave me alone. I'm doing my own thing. Like you're actually you're Ryan. I'm Casey. Yeah. I'm your coach. Nice to meet you. Bye. Yeah. Do here's the, here's the game plan. Don't talk to me for the next four hours. Be at the practice field by. Four o'clock and we go. That's cool. Like an actual, again, high performance yeah. experience of yeah. like, kind of. Right if you move on, this is what it's going to be like. And that feedback, I think, is huge. Right. Because how many times do kids play or do anything and they get very little feedback? So. Well, and it helps. So I do it with the girls too. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it with the boys yet. I'm not real sure. I think it's because it's such a time crunch and I get more front end time with the girls mm-hmm. because it's summer. Yeah. Um, but. It helps you to get to know them a little bit better. And, like, if you talk to a girl, like me and the coaches will talk to a girl, like, Zoom most of the time because they're mm-hmm. busy too. But if you get to talk to them, you know them a little bit. Yeah. You kind of know their personality a little bit. So mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't yell at this person at least to start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's into it a little bit. Right, right. Or, yeah, I can get after this person a little bit and they, they'll be fine with it. Yeah. And just, like. I don't know hobbies like like things, so it's mm-hmm. it's good to get to know them more than just you're my player. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely less meaningful when it's just yeah, you know. So I was gonna move into some other things that are happening. Get your opinion on it. Get no. your take on it because you know we want to <laughs> make. This is sure. why I have enemies. Well, we're gonna start <laughs> with uh, with some major league rugby stuff because oh, that's okay. fun. That's so yeah, major league rugby. Do you want to make anyone mad there? No, I mean I, mean, I might. I mean, I will say, so there is only one li- one week left in the regular season. And it's kind of funny, you know, Phil and I, we were we were picking um, who we thought would win and everything. And then um, all of a sudden, that got to be a lot of work, so I just stopped doing it. We were it. doing a pretty good job with it, though, I thought. I mean, yeah. like, with our picks, they were pretty close most of the time. But. Well, I mean, when you look at the standings, so one week left, and all the playoff spots are locked up. So even though there's one more week... 
this week really doesn't matter at all because in the West, San Diego's the one seed with 69 points, 14 and 1. Seattle, 59 points, 12 and 3. Houston, 10 and 5, 53 points. Utah misses the playoffs at 9 and 6 with 45 points because Chicago knocked them off. Spoilers. That was pretty cool. And uh, the rugby network. That was like the. That was like pastime too on that last try to win. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was after wild. the death or whatever. Eighty-one minutes in, yeah. and that little cut he had that was mm. that was fun. And yeah, that uh, the rugby network had a meme where all the guys are by the uh, the tombstone, tombstone and they're like putting you know peace <laughs> signs up. <laughs> Utah Warriors playoffs hopes and <laughs> and I'm just gonna say it too. This this barstool rugby account that's not an actual barstool account. It's super <sighs> soft. He's they, been griping about this for weeks. <laughs> I've seen that <laughs> pop up, and I was like, hmm. I saw they were asking for correspondence or something like that. They've been dragging this out for three <laughs> weeks. They've been dragging this out for content. Like, we're looking for people. Apply, apply, blah, blah, blah. And then they did, like, they made a video, and they put weird music to it, and they're not funny at all. That's not I'll say cool. it. And, they, and in that meme, they replied, and like, ouch, harsh. And I'm like, you want to be a barstool account? You got to be cutthroat. What are you doing? Like right. this is hilarious. <laughs> this is great. You know, it's good content. Maybe but... they're Utah fans. Yeah. Sorry to. Is it Brandon Sparks out there? Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. We like him. I do. But we do. Don't lose to Chicago in the last week. Ah. Nah. Did Did you watch that game at all? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't I... catch that one. I have been stuck at a baseball field about every day. Oh, uh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I don't know how you find time to see. All your kids are probably playing baseball, aren't they, right now? Uh, just about. You know. Yeah. Besides your youngest. <laughs> my, youngest one, my oldest one isn't either. Oh, really? He just did three days of wrestling camp. Ooh. And has football coming up. So. Nice. What grade is he going to be in next year? Seventh. Wow. Junior high already. Middle school football. Oh, yeah. I told him, I go, you better get stronger. It's big time now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, one of my uh, first coaching experiences ever. It was actually our last football game of the season, first year teaching. I was teaching at New Hampton, eighth grade football as the assistant coach. Head coach was Nick Heeman, the head wrestling coach for New Hampton. So it's our last game of the season. We only had like 14 kids on the team. We go to Waverly, we lose by like 50, whatever, you know, Waverly has like 50 kids out and they had a young coach at the time coaching eighth grade football. And after we lost, this guy's just like hooting and hollering and he's just like, yeah, he goes over the crowd like, yeah, we did it undefeated. Yeah. And, uh, it was just funny because my head coach, wrestling coach, real wrestling guy, we're shaking hands with the team. That coach missed the handshake line. He wanted to go over there and fight that young coach. He's like, he's like, he pulls the assistant coach, and he's just like, you tell your head coach I said good game. And I was like, everybody on the bus. We're going to Burger King. Get on the bus. And, like, I'm a, I'm a first-year teacher. Like, something's going to happen. Oh, my God, this is crazy. And, uh. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Someone yells world star in the background. Yeah, no, it was. And then we get on the bus, and, and then my coach is like, he's treating this like it's a fucking Super Bowl. We got 14 fucking guys. And I'm just like, yeah, man, crazy season. Calm down. Wrestling's coming up. Like, yeah, wrestling's right. where it's at, man. Like, whew. They do have a lot of kids. I think they have, like, 
70 kids out oh, this year. Wow. That's a lot. That was a lot they, could, they could be a varsity like, Des Moines seventh team. 7th and 8th grade. But, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. That's Like I said, that's more than a, a varsity Des Moines team right now for football. That's, that's crazy. That's good. Um, but, no, back to the MLR. In the East, you have New England. They were 13-2 and two with 63 points. And this is what's crazy. Their second-place team, New York, was 8-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. If New York, the number two team, was in the West, they'd be the fifth seed. Or the number five out of six. And then DC's six, eight, and one. They made the playoffs. Mm. Woof. Nola, six and nine with 30 points. So, yeah, there's no way they can catch up. ATL, five and nine and one. And then Toronto is one, 12, and two. I feel like there's a huge imbalance between East and West. I don't know. I feel like Chicago kind of had some things clicking. I was dead wrong. Yeah, I said at we the both very were. Start. I thought they, yeah, we were like, oh, they'll be pretty decent. They got all these guys from like Giltinis and Gilgronis and some other random players, and <sighs> and then Casey, people smarter than me, and I think John said it to me too. Like yeah. Gilgronis and Giltinis ran two completely different styles, yeah. and you can't just put them together. You can't and just be, put a bunch of good athletes together, and you know, yeah, gotta have a good, yeah. It works at lower levels, but it doesn't work yeah. at the highest no. level, and, and they're they're good. They're fast. I remember. Yeah. I think it was with. Todd Becker, Nico, um, that might have been it. I don't know, but we went. We played with Stars and we played Nola mm-hmm. in one of the first years, mm-hmm. and they scored probably twenty seconds in. And I was just like, I looked at Todd. And we did the <laughs> whole Top Gun. He went like this, mm-hmm. I went like that, and I was like, Where'd who go? <laughs> and it was it was uh, fast. Yeah. Well, watching it on TV is one thing, and you're kind of like, Oh, like I see it happening. The camera's all zoomed out. And then when we went and we watched Chicago play against NOLA in person this year, I was in the third row from the field. So, I mean, it was basically eye level with some of those, like, blocks. I mean, the way they were moving, too. It was – and, like, the amount of kicking they did and just the returns on those, just how quick every player. And you're also looking at the wings. And I'm looking at this wing, and I'm just like, that guy, if he played in D3 Iowa rugby, he would be – a flanker or an eight man. Right. Like those dudes, mm. their arms are huge. They're fast. They hit hard. Yeah. Saw a guy almost get decapitated, like at the 11 <laughs> position. Like he was the one decapitating someone. I'm like, sure. This is, this is very fast. Yeah. It's, it's different. It's definitely a jump. Yeah. Are you going to make it to, uh, to any playoff matches? Or are you going to go to the, the championship in Chicago at all? You got any plans is, for that? When is that? Uh, is that is that the? Uh, it's August eighth or something. Yeah, or? it's like the first weekend of August after Irish Fest. Yeah, It'd be like the week after. Maybe Irish it was Fest. like the eleventh or something. Like that yeah, is 11th. that right? Yeah, that August eleventh. Right. I don't. Know. I know. I was talking to Sarah, and we were gonna try and go out there. It just kind of depends. I don't know. I I, I can't plan anything because I'm sure we have something. <laughs> I I really want to go. I so you can know I'd have that weekend free. Is it drop kick at halftime or something like that? I, maybe post game, yeah. and yeah. then the pregame is DJ Diesel, Shaq. Ooh. Well, yeah. that's why I would. Yeah, yeah. I want to go see Shaq. <laughs> and I love like their setup there too <laughs> because so big. <laughs> Seat Geek Stadium is like an I don't know forty five minutes outside of Chicago. It's like Chicago, but it's not really Chicago. And like the parking lot and everything around it is just wide open. Mm. It's a really good spot for a tailgate. And then also too. There's so many shuttles that go from a hotel to the actual tailgate and back, and they'll be like 45 minutes, half hour away. 
you can wake up at your hotel. They take you straight there. They take you home. It's perfect. perfect. So. Yeah, and there's a hotel in the parking lot too. If if you no, look downtown, that. wandering with a bag of McDonald's at four in the morning, <laughs> like like Brett Shipper. <laughs> Some of those rugby weekends, though, those were those were fun. Um, do you remember? I think it was was it called detention. Yes, <laughs> I'll never forget oh, that. Boy. We were just talking about That's this for we were a just whole about, yeah. different podcast. Mm. Just that stay alone. <laughs> Last Wednesday after practice yeah. uh, at Pally's, we were just talking about that yeah. because we were talking about Pride Month and some yeah. of the situations you get yourself involved in. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. That was a good time. That was a good time. That was a really fun weekend. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I wish USA Rugby would do, do those, more stuff yeah. like that. Because that was by far the best one out of all the ones they had. It was the very first one. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think I was in a taxi with Zeus, and we were going back to the hotel. And we just saw this dude walking across the road, and it happened to be Shipper with a bag of McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. We're like, what? I remember. He's we, like, you get a cheeseburger. You get a cheeseburger. <laughs> I remember we were all giving him shit because like everybody's like, our phones are dead, and it's like he's like, mine's at ninety percent. We're like, he's got nobody to talk to. <laughs> He probably had like a Nokia brick or something. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that yeah, the, the whole time. <laughs> it's because you don't use it. He's just trying to brag about how good he was at saving energy. <laughs> no, it's because no one talks to you. <laughs> oh. We were at Reggie's, Reggie's too. That yeah, bar was we really sweet. Wasn't like David Allen Coe like playing or something like that? Was that who it was? Had a concert going on? They had a concert. I don't think it would be David Allen Coe at Reggie's. It's I kind swear of it was. Crowd. I know, but I remember they pushed us all in there because it was like too crowded. They pushed us into this concert. It was supposed to be like thirty-five bucks a ticket, but they were just like, "Fuck it, go." Let's just go because there's too many people up higher. Because I have some very interesting safe snaps from that. Yeah, (laughs) I uh, remember they had the big cans of uh, Schlitz. Schlitz in a can. Yeah, we all were going nuts over it. Mm -hmm. Oh. Was a lady lit my beard on fire at that oh, concert. Yeah. 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 She literally, because it was when I had like a long beard. And she's like, oh, I like your beard. And I'm like, oh, thanks. Next thing I know, she has a lighter <laughs> under my beard burning it. And I remember Mike O'Hara was like, uh, smells like fucking burnt hair over here. Because like, <laughs> it is. Uh, I, I was actually thinking about this. I was trying to think of stuff to talk about. But two favorite Ryan Gray moments. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> And I know you had this on your notebook to ask me later, <laughs> but the first one was definitely, and I think I have the picture somewhere, when you were posted up on the gas station with a 30 box and a corn dog. <laughs> and I think we were either on our way or to or from uh, Wayne. Yep. By far my favorite captured moment. Second one <laughs> was when you had a little too much to drink. In Wayne, and you were hanging out the door after I got you an Uber home, going, fuck you! I remember the way that started was we were supposed to play a match at like 2 o'clock. We were supposed to play, oh, not 2, okay. It, or it was earlier in the day. We were supposed to play Des Moines. And then the people were like, hey, sorry, we, we double booked Winona State or Mankato State or whoever. Oh. We're going to push your game back to 5. And we're like, that's ridiculous. That's so I'm a horrible idea. Me and Ridgeway were like, let's buy a case of beer and see how much we can drink before the match starts. And we tried going drink for drink, and then the match was over. <laughs> and then I remember 
going with Tyler Nugent and Ryan Saunders to a McDonald's. We started barking at people. Okay, maybe it was just me. It might have been just you. Um, I do remember you barking now that you said that. Yeah, and then I think we walked into that bar, and it was like 7 o'clock, and I was like, I need to go. I didn't say that. You guys told me that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Ryan, you're barking at random locals. Maybe not the uh, best idea. No. <laughs> and now they demolished that field. Yeah. That's uh, cool. They did. That's sad. I think, so maybe Is it was the hotel the, still there? Probably. They need to tear so. that one down. Dude, yeah. <laughs> it might have been the following years when we all got like super, we got way fucked up that Saturday night and like Sunday rolled around. We were supposed to play Des Moines in the morning. And we only we started with like fourteen guys on the field, and we just slowly had guys trickle in as the match went on. That was rough. That's that was the next day, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was that I Sunday. think we started with like thirteen and ended yeah. at seventeen, and there was a guy in the tub still. <laughs> he tried to hang out with the Franos. Oh, that was yeah. Franos or Ead? Mm-hmm. It was the Franos and Eads. I remember yes. that. Yeah, yes. that guy died. The only guy that ever played for Bremer County that never played for Bremer. <laughs> <laughs> made it all the way to Wayne, Nebraska, Wayne, America. I remember we did sevens too that weekend, and we were playing Wayne State's team, and we were just throttling them. Like, what was his face? Uh, I think, God, he wrestled at Waverly, I'm pretty sure. And he, like, stiff-armed some kid, but, like, took him off his feet and, like, dropped him down. Oh, was that, that a, mom was yelling a, from... He was a Wartburg wrestler. Yeah. It was uh, Becker's friend. Becker's friend, yeah. 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 Was it him or was, was it Ben Hogan? Ben Hogan. Okay, sure. yeah. yeah. Okay. And there was that mom that was yelling from someone. Oh. It's like, somebody needs to stop this. And we're yeah. just, like, beating the shit out of these kids. <laughs> You're a grown man. Didn't they yell directly yeah. at you? Well, they yelled oh. at me because this kid stomped yeah. on Joe Randall. So he I politely him. grabbed him by his jersey and bounced him off the field a couple times. <laughs> um, but they were yelling at Ben and said, these are children. And Ben's like, he's older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like 21. <laughs> That was it's so just funny. A big guy. Rev, you need to stop this. <laughs> so wild. Stop the fight. <laughs> uh, that, was, that, was, that was a good trip. Yeah, Wayne State, Wayne State tournament was always fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of like fun tournaments, I'm not going to lie. I'm really jealous of uh, Tom and Joe Lippert right now. Mm. They're in Thailand. Yeah. That's one I, I thought I was going to do a couple years ago, and I probably should have pulled the trigger, but that would be a good one. I've yeah. been wanting to do a tour for a Who while. Who doesn't want to live on a floating fish farm for a week? <laughs> I mean, that's where Lex and I went for our honeymoon. But we went to a way different part of the island because, like, when we were planning it, I was like, hey, Joe, you've been to Thailand. We're going to go there for our honeymoon. And he's like, here's all those spots I go. Go, go to there. the other opposite <laughs> side of the island. Like, go to the, the, the very southern tip. Don't go... So we stayed away from Bangkok. <laughs> and basically, he helped us out a ton, and we went to zero of the spots that he went to. So, But, I mean, that place is beautiful. And then yeah. just to be, like, in the middle of the day, and you get a Snapchat from them, and it's 12 hours different. Yeah. So, like, they are – they're actually just waking up right now. Actually, no. Maybe, well, maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe in a couple hours. <laughs> but, yeah, that, I mean, it's just a beautiful place. And then just everyone who plays rugby over there. Tom was telling me, too, which – I don't know if, you know, spoiler, he was like, oh, I don't know, like, my leg, I don't know, I'll probably jump in a game or two, and he's like, yeah, I played in like 50 games, I've been puking all day, so. <laughs> he missed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When when that happened, when he hurt his leg, and, I mean, hurt, really putting it. Snaps. <laughs> yeah, when he, yeah. yeah, and he was just like, Mangled. oh, man, I don't know, this might be it, and I'm like, no, it's not. I know you, like, you love it. You love it too much. That, ironically, was the only game I played in last year. 
mm. was that game. I was like, oh, I heard it was shit. Zeus's fault, probably. Because not like, surprising. Because I think uh, Tom told me like Tom did something cool. Zeus called it back. So then something else happened, and then right after that, it happened. Yeah, because I think he just got hit like low mm-hmm. with the knee, and his foot yeah. must have been planted or something. Yeah. Yeah. I what were we talking about? Were hmm? we talking about something before I go favorite Ryan Gray number two? Uh, we were uh, talking about... We were just talking about Wayne State. We got on to uh, the whole uh, um, tour rugby stuff we, for we were talking about major league rugby uh, and then we we're talking about, we were talking about the championship oh, yeah, we we're talking about going to right, stuff yeah. oh that that's funny yeah, we got really sidetracked there. i will i will say because i i screenshot things and so you will see like there's the mlr oh, yeah. the next thing i have dude <laughs> poor tom <laughs> he has fantastic eyebrows he does the best <laughs> i just want to eat <laughs> oh he does not look happy right there no no, I'm sure he's feeling he looks like rough. a tired boy. Oh, it, yeah. Everyone else looks so much happier, but yeah, he definitely <laughs> is going through it. It's that's a good way to come back yeah. to it, and sweat out some demons, and yeah. No, no I'm I, jealous. I, of he him. had a little pent up anger. <laughs> oh, Tom, no way. No. <laughs> he's on summer break, man, living the dream. Yeah. You know, okay. and coaching girls softball. So uh, yeah, yeah. A, so what? Uh, what do you have happening in the fall? What's what's the fall look like for you for rugby? Uh, I mean, girls again, Waverly mm-hmm. girls. Yeah. Um, Iowa Central, junior high football, peewee football. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, there might be some volleyball in there. Pretty busy. Yeah. yeah refing, a lot maybe. Of stuff, We're refing yeah, some stuff. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I know I've got 19 girls, I think I counted the other day. Wow. Nice. Signed up already. Oh, yeah. That is Good. cool to see, like, on social media. I feel like a week after the boys' season was over, you just started to see, I don't know which team did it first, but one team was like, hey, we're having our fall preseason meeting before you go for summer break. And then after one team posted it, I think every girls' team was like, hey, recruiting event, recruiting event, so... Did I see Iowa City's got a team this year? Yeah. That's cool. So, um, do you remember TJ Salyers played at I UNI? I think I remember her name, but I don't think Megan. I remember. Megan. So, Megan, yep. his little sister, like she was a power lifter and then also played rugby at UNI. Um, yeah, she's starting a team there because I think she's a teacher there. So, that'll That's be awesome. another city that needs two or three. Oh, yeah. Of their own teams. And talking to people that are over there, it just sounds like the ADs and just the football coaches and just kind of some of the mindset of just, like, rugby's bad. Like, there's no crossover. It's stealing their athletes. Like, Or they just ignore it. They just, not you my problem. You want to make an on-air bet? Let's do it. Okay. I bet within the next, maybe not this year, but by next year, City High has a team. Like spring of 2024? Or like spring of 2025? We'll say by this time next year, okay. Iowa City, City High will have a team. Okay. I like it. What's the bet? Phil has to. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I agree That's, with no, Casey. I like this. I like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, here's the bet. If they don't have a team, Phil has to move to Iowa City and start a team. <laughs> okay. I guess I play for the Ducks. And uh, 
Are you still driving back? <laughs> and, That's a straight uh, shot. That's an easy shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Made <And>, worse. <laughs> and if they do have a team, uh, you have to move back home to Turkey Valley and start a Turkey Valley men's club. Okay. And Wait, a new a men's Ham- club. And a new Hampton slash Turkey Valley slash Charles City high no, school team. If I would move back home, I'm definitely not starting a men's club. <laughs> This is way too much work. <laughs> kind of lazy. <laughs> no, but what? Okay, I don't. We'll know. figure it out. We'll figure it out. I'm so not... either way, I got to move. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. Let's <laughs> see how this is. Phil, we're breaking up. Oh shoot! Oh, I, Jeremy Newman totally called me out, and I totally forgot. Um, special episode today. Phil, happy birthday! Oh, well, that was yesterday, but thanks. <laughs> happy birthday yesterday! <laughs> well, and actually, yeah. two days ago, because this release is tomorrow. Uh, yeah, yeah, two yeah. days. Okay. Well, yeah. thanks. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, Jeremy put in um, our group chat, was like, wow, no special post from the B-Side Boys for the host <laughs> and his oh. birthday? No, that's okay. Phil forgot about his birthday. I did for a little bit until like my dad texted me. I was like, oh. Fuck, that's today. Because I called you yesterday, and we were talking on the phone, and midway through, I just ran and was like, hey, happy birthday. And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> How old are you? You seem real defeated. <laughs> 31. I've actually been going through like a weird midlife crisis like the past few days, so yeah. Woohoo. <laughs> oh, 31. I know. Let's see. Can I think back that far? <laughs> <laughs> that was only like That's one. like some of my best rugby was the early 30s. I say, I feel like I'm getting close to my prime. There you go, yeah. I haven't even begun to peak. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I feel like last year was that, my that was, best year. That was, the, that was the year. It finally clicked for me. <laughs> <laughs> finally, you all came together. <laughs> I felt pretty good about this last year, too, but I, you definitely did play your best rugby last year. Oh, Mr. Gray was all over the place. Look at that. Well, it's because we ran that system where I only had to be on one side of the field. <laughs> I wasn't tired. <laughs> oh, shoot. But back to you. Happy birthday. I'm just, you okay. know, 31. We can Let's keep talking. We can no, I like how uncomfortable that. you're getting. Nah. Like, sorry. Ripe old 31. Nah. Well, it's not that old. Right. No. It's not old. All right, now. It's 40, Phil. Yeah. Two years. That's not bad. Well, a year. A year and a month. Hmm. Well, now you got lay across his knee, and we're gonna spank you thirty-one <laughs> times. Well, makes sense. It's my they dad. don't know it's yeah. not your butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Um, back to the selects. Yeah. What's the biggest thing you want to gain from this weekend? Like, um, as a coach, or even like for the guys, for the program. Just kind of what are some things you want to come away with, whether it's more like, I don't know, bringing something back that you learned or an experience or just kind of like a performance you want to see out of the guys. What would be a success? Just kind of anything like what what would make this a big success for you? Um, so I think every time you travel for rugby for a select thing, it's kind of uh, the experience, right? So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of the given Um because every one, no matter how many times we go to Austin or however many times I go with Rebel, wherever they go, and it's always going to be a little different. Always going to be an experience. Um, player-wise, I just want them to maybe learn something, bring something back, compete, understand that they are as good as like Atlantis or Rebel <laughs> or 
something like that. Um, some guys to get maybe a call up to Rebel. I know a couple of our 16s have already gotten emails about nice. 16 nice. in Salt Lake um, for Rebel. Uh, coaching wise, um, I feel like every time you have a game, you kind of learn something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you don't, then you're maybe not paying attention or right. doing something. So you can always get better in that. But who all is going down for coaches for you? Um, so me, Tyler Daly, and Eric Frana. Okay, nice. Um, so that that was we kind of. Well, I kind of missed that too. But that was a thing too we did this year. Is <clears throat> last year it was just me and Joe Randall, mm-hmm. and it was more like, "Hey, Joe, I I need some help. Like, right. come help me type deal." Mm-hmm. This year I kind of thought ahead a little bit, and I wanted four. But we got three, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of, if you look at select side as we want to grow players, then I want it to grow coaches too. Mm-hmm. So I put out a like a questionnaire earlier, I think in the boys' season. Yeah. And some people filled that out, and then we just kind of picked who who we thought would be a good fit, and we got mm-hmm. Frano, who coaches at Wash, and Daly, who's an Iowa coach, which. For some reason, I didn't see them do a whole lot of sevens. No, they played a lot of fifteens this spring. Mm-hmm. Like they played a lot of their Big Ten opponents, which is good too. I mean, yeah. again, that's more rugby, and they were winning those matches too. Yeah, like I mean, yeah. they put up good performances. Yeah. So I mean, I think a college coach at any level, especially with sixteens, would be a good fit. Mm-hmm. Especially daily. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, daily's great. Cat. So I oh, think yeah. they'll blend. Plus, they get. A little more of a college coach, so those younger kids can see what kind of a mm. college program would be like from a mm. coach. Yep. While being immersed in there, and honestly, like daily being in that environment around like Ethan and those coaches, that'll help him too. As long mm-hmm. as same with Frana, because I think I've been on Frana's case to start his own team too. That might be another well, one. I was just going to ask about that yeah, because I was I, curious because when you said Frana, I'm like, <clears throat> ooh, that's. I like seeing Frana get in the mix there. So yeah, because he's yeah. always been around the Cedar yeah. Rapids team, and I know he's always there's always kind of been like, is there going to be a Linmar team or is there going to be another? I can't remember all the names of the other schools over there, but like it just seems like there is enough that maybe we could see another one. So how has he been like as a coach? Because I I mean he knows the game. He's been around for a long time. He's one of the first people I ever played with, um, and like to see him. I remember seeing him at State, too. Like, I mean, yeah, he's a good coach. It's cool to see him at the high performance. Yeah, is he going to take over a team? or? Uh, I don't know if he's going to take over a team. I know there's discussions down there of getting another team, mm-hmm. and I think it's more forward than it is backwards as far as, like, progress. Nice. Good. Um, I'll let them figure out what school that is. I yeah. kind of have an idea, but um, – Frana is a coach. I mean, even even when he was playing with Bremer and just starting with Bremer, like he's always had a pretty high level IQ. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe his confidence in how to explain what he knows, you know, maybe that's what he gains out of this weekend. Because mm. he's kind of been like, "Well, what do you, what do you want me to do?" And I was like, "Just coach, man. Mm-hmm. You just do you. Like, yeah, that's do why you. you're here. Yeah, yeah. So, he knows the game. Yeah." yeah. Definitely. So just be like, and I've gone through that too. Like I've bugged Ethan a bunch. I was like, Hey, what do I need to get better at? How was it? Like when I when they gave me the team out in Salt Lake, um, I was like shit in my pants, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like 
it's Rebel, and some people know Rebel. I know Rebel. I know the standard that they want to be at. So if I don't hit that standard with that team, I'm like, shit, I suck, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. like, being confident as a coach is a huge one, too. Whether you are, like, whether you know what you're doing or not, confidence comes out mm-hmm. of your players. So even if you don't know, mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, let's do this. Like, players be like, all right, fuck yeah, let's yeah. go. Yeah. So, like, that's one thing I think a lot of coaches can be like, uh, Phil – uh, I don't know. I don't know. But just be confident with right. your decision. Like, you know how to play rugby. It's easy. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of like what I was telling Jake yesterday. He was saying, like, oh, like, I, I'd like to get into coaching, but, like, I want to make sure I know more stuff. I want to make sure I know. And it's like, for a kid who's never picked up a ball before, you're an expert. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have a lot to learn still, of course. Mm. But you know how to coach it. You know the game. Like, it's yeah. like you don't have to create this 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 excuse and not excuse but like this this mental roadblock of like ah, I'm not ready and like when when is that like how much do you need to know before you really believe and this goes for everyone because I've heard it from so many people that I've talked to of like I don't think I'm ready yet and that's just all confidence they yeah. know the game and I think I said this on one of the phone calls that we did but mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't matter if you know a lot or nothing if you haven't coached before you don't know shit mm-hmm. like that's just how it goes like yeah. I've looked at when I started coaching at Cedar Falls, I look; those games are still on YouTube, and I watched a couple of those. And I was just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like I didn't know anything, mm-hmm. but they made state, so right. I must have known something, right? Mm. Right. Compared to now, we must have done something right because they they got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they won games. Yeah. They had fun doing it. Like yep. I think a lot of those three kids or four of those kids played. Yeah, uh, after high school. Yep, some of them are still playing. A lot of those kids, not I mean, a lot. I mean, a handful of those kids came back and played for Bremer County. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like Richard. Yeah, Richard. Richard. He's coaching at Cedar Falls. Uh, Rodney. He's mm-hmm. boxing, but he's played. Mm-hmm. He's played at for Iowa Central. Years, yeah. He's mm-hmm. played at Bremer. Mm-hmm. He's played a couple other places. Yeah. Uh, ben Terrell. He went to Davenport, and mm-hmm. then I think he's on the East Coast now. He helps start a club. Yeah, he helped start yeah. back up a military club that's D three. Yeah. Um, I'm blanking on the name of it because they reached out to us like, "Hey, yeah, what do you do for like social North media?" Carolina, right? Like, Is that what it was? North Carolina. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Um, that's really gonna bother me because I know I follow him on social. Yeah, media. Yeah, I so. see their stuff all <laughs> the time, like, yeah. and he was the guy who like helped lead that, and like yeah. he even said because of his experience in high school. He wanted to keep it going. Yeah, so, I mean, that's cool because, again, that was my first year. And I, yeah, I was still playing pretty heavily, but that's mm-hmm. the first year I coached. And mm-hmm. I was like, for those guys to still like it. And I was pretty hard on Ben because mm-hmm. I'm like, this kid could be good. So yeah. I was an mm-hmm. asshole to him. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like <laughs> you're going to be really good, but I'm going to be super picky on you mm-hmm. because I get to be super picky on you. Yeah. And that's even when I didn't know shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And didn't Clint help you when you're at Cedar Rap- or Cedar Falls? Yeah, a little bit. I think so I I can't remember right, but I think it was me and Nico the first year and then mm-hmm. I think the second year Nico moved down here. Yep. And then it was Clint kinda helped, but it was yeah. mainly me. Surprised those kids stuck it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Just one look at his weird fingers. I was gonna say, is he still doing weird stuff, man? He's doing weird you stuff. can't out weird Clint's, me. Clint's being Clint. <laughs> <laughs> Love him, but yeah, him around some kids in high school. Um, so moving on, <laughs> maybe not the best choice, but he did, he did good. They liked him for some reason. Yeah. I don't know. Again, you as a coach, you're learning, you know, and that's also you, know. you win some, you lose some. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but going back to what you said too, like you know, building that confidence in coaches. I just heard 
I was listening to Pardon My Take podcast, and um, Mark Titus was a guy who played basketball at Ohio State. He didn't really play much, but like he was on the same team as like uh, Connolly, that point guard who's like really good in the NBA. Anyways, he got called by ESPN to do like a college selection show, and he was freaking out because it was like Jay Billis and Scott Van Pelt and all these big time people. And then he's like, "I'm just a guy who used to play college basketball," freaking out. He said Scott Van Pelt came over to him and was just like, "Hey, um, we picked you for you." You don't have to be Jay Billis. You don't have to be somebody else. We picked you for you. And he was just, like, it clicked in his head, like, whoa. Like, I'm here for a reason, and it's because I do something special. So I think, same thing with coaches. Like, I want you to be you. Be confident in you. You're here for a reason. Same with the players. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, every coach kind of brings something. Otherwise, mm -hmm. they wouldn't be doing it. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't know anything or you don't want to be there, I guess I don't know why you would be there. Because it's, if you're actually putting effort into it like it takes time yeah so yeah i mean i'm still thinking about that team that team was loaded nate veal was on that team yeah that ages me a bit (laughs) he was a sophomore (laughs) i'm pretty sure yeah uh caleb o'connor who is the lucky charms guy oh he's still playing yeah i ran into him the other weekend and then there was one more Nick Hansen, who played at Bowling Green and Bethel mm. College. Wow. Um, and I think he's still at Bethel, but I think he's playing with, like, Michiana. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a ton of kids. I yeah, mean, and I was, only, I was there for two years. Was uh, Dakota, Chuck, was he there? I, when think, he there? He was, he been like a... I think he was right after okay. I left, mm. I think. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm missing Chuck, but yeah. I don't feel like I would. I feel like you would have remembered. Yeah. I don't know. It's all fuzzy. Yeah. It all blends together. Really? No, it really <laughs> does. Like, as, like, looking back on some things, it's just kind of crazy over the years of, like, talking about, like, Wayne State and trying to remember, it's like... What year was that? Was that with yeah. Bremer? Was that with you and I? Was that... Was I coaching or playing? Like, it was just... Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still remember... I'm trying to think, like, rugby years-wise, playing-wise, I remember when we couldn't beat Iowa Falls and, like, Joe Randall was playing and Nick Miller mm-hmm. and Tom Harn. And then I'm trying to think, it's like... squad, too. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, Todd... When did Todd start? Mm-hmm. And I always think Todd started around there, but he started way after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's just... It all blends together. I don't know. Yeah. That's funny. Like, the time I... Because I... <laughs> Me and Nichols were trying to figure this out, too. When one of the first matches I came to, Nichols brought me, and Nichols was still going to I, And it was, I want to say, a D2 playoff match. You lost to Wisconsin, who went to win the national title. Was that the missed kick that wasn't missed game? Yes. Boy, we were talking about this the other day. Joe's and, still really salty. And, about that. But Nichols wasn't on the team yet, was he? I he was still... See, like, that's a bad... I not sure. Because I thought Nichols took me there because then the next time I saw a Bremer game, it was when you guys played Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, that was Jody Fisher's last game yeah. ever. Because those guys tried to fight me at Voodoo that night because I was wearing a I jacket. And they're like, we played Bremer. Like, uh, say it right. Say yeah. it. <laughs> How come people in Iowa still mess that There's up? There's a lot of people in Iowa don't say it right. It's, I could literally be having a conversation with someone like, oh yeah, when I was with Bremer. And like, yeah, yeah, that Bremer team. Did you not just hear what I said? <laughs> it's not that hard to was, say. I can't remember, but it was like a English guy from one of the Minnesota teams. He's like, oh, yeah, out there in Bremer. 
And it's just like, no, no. Kramer. Uh, you have the E after the M. It's a hard uh, E. Like, that's how English It's your guys' language. Yeah. <laughs> we, learned from, we learned from you. Do you remember that English referee? This is way off topic, but the English referee we had who made a joke and asked what a certain guy's name was. And he said, it, oh, oh, no, it, was in, it was it was down in um, it's Nashville. It was Nashville. Yeah. It's Nash Bash. We had Juju as a you, captain. You call me Juju. No, I'm not going to call you that. It's Julian. <laughs> Ju- Julian. And what did he say? He, what was the joke he said? Oh, dude, I can't remember, but it was really funny. Because he was like, oh, it's better than having this name. And then the way he said the name was like an innuendo. I forget uh. it. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, you can, always fun. yeah, man, you can call me Juju. I'm not gonna call you that. <laughs> uh, <no>. It's Julian. <laughs> Julian. Oh. Oh. Um, and then, yeah. So I was talking about your goals, what you want to see from there, Phil. You ask a question. <laughs> I knew you were gonna do that at some point. And I was gonna pull oh, my hand on your leg. Team goal. Yeah, yeah. We want to win it. I mean, that's pure and yeah. simple. That's like that's our goal. If we don't win it, we fell short. But. You know, if you fall short of your goal, you still have the bar there. Right. Um, Shoot for the moon, land with the stars. Yeah. Yeah, like right around there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, I mean, that's always the goal. I think the U18s are going to give people some a tough time, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be hotter than hell, so we'll see. Didn't you say out in the parking lot or out in the uh, street earlier it was supposed to be like 100 degrees this Uh, couple of days? I think the coldest it's supposed to be during one of the days we're there is 103. Uh, it's a weird way to use the word coldest, right? <laughs> yeah. Like for a high. I think yeah, it was yeah. like 103, 104, 106, 104. Like oh, my God. You're going to use the entire bench every match. Yeah. Yeah. And we only took 12. So we have. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Not even like a reserve three to yeah. like rotate. So, well, that's the day. another thing, too. Like, and I wish, I think Iowa should think about it. And I know why they do it because you want to get more players' time. But that's another part of like the coaching and playing aspect is just because you're tired doesn't mean you get to come off. Yeah, mm. right? you're saying so, for like our actual subs. high school league. So I think I think we need to do something about subs because that could play a big part in something. Well, because in high school sevens it is rolling subs, right? Yeah, you know, I saw limited to five and limited. And so yeah, see, that seems odd to me. And that's something too that like I mean I'll be honest I talk with Parker all the time and we talk about. Dude, if we can recruit as many athletes as possible, and we have 15 guys, because you can use 15, which is almost impossible to do in a game. It's so hard to like right. actually manage that. But it's like, if you can find a system, and you are just constantly, every dead ball rolling. But gamesmanship, it's, it's shitty. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's shitty. But, but like, it's, so is, okay, you have a really good athlete, and you know he's going to break a try. Half the time he gets the ball, right? Mm-hmm. So you're feeding him the ball. Tristan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So you give him the ball half the time, he scores, you can sub him out. He just had an 80-meter try. You can sub him out. So now he's not liability on defense. Yep. Yeah. He gets his one-minute, two-minute break, yep. come back in, boom, another try on the board. You know what I mean? Weird. Yeah. That's and like exactly what he's he not a liability on defense. No. But yeah. I'm just saying. But, exactly. I mean, if he's still, catching his, yeah. he's still mm-hmm. catching his breath, I mean. Right. We bring on a guy, hey, you get your energy back, you're good to go, and then next time we're on offense or if we're on defense when you come back in, you're 100%. You're back at it. Right. Where, I mean, honestly, that's something Tristan's going to have to work at this weekend where it's like if he breaks off an 80-meter run. Yeah, I can't he, just sub you right away. And, and, yeah. like, and that's something, too. 
there was a kid I remember from Waterloo East that I used to I was his teacher and then he came to Bremer Bryce oh Wilson uh, yeah. yeah yeah and I remember one of the first Bremer matches he played in he took a ball like 60 meters for a try and he's like all right I need one like, nope. you have 79 minutes to go man yeah. Like you have seventy nine minutes. This ain't this ain't high school. And, and that and at 15s, if it's league matches, like you don't get to you come off. You're you're off. You're done. Like, come on. And we've we've seen guys walk off before, and then it's like you're not. Sorry, that's uh, that would be interesting to bring up to the league to just talk about. You know, we want to. And prep I'm not these saying kids. it needs to be five or anything like that. Because I mean, I understand why you do it, but if you limit the roster to fifteen, that's still if you say eight subs, right? That's, mm-hmm. Still, is that right? Still your yeah. entire starting yeah. lineup yeah. plus one. Yeah, yeah seven plus yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? I can I'm do that math. math. <laughs> <laughs> but that's still like, okay, so you get eight subs. That just means, or or you do something of, you get eight subs, but they can't re-enter. Yeah, so I, like I like that, too. Like that. I like because that. Because in like sevens, you get five subs, but you can take like a Perry Baker and sub him back on, mm-hmm. right? And that's just two. But like... I think something has to, like, there needs to be something because you have to be able to think about that. Yeah. And then you hold your athlete a little bit more responsible for mm. being in shape, too. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I remember when Johnston, before Coven, when they were around, <laughs> you remember how they used to do their subs? Oh, yeah, like hockey. All seven. Yep. They, like, they literally had line one, line two. And they, if they had to make one sub, they subbed the whole line, which was insane. But, like, they had some good teams for a yep, couple yeah. years. Yep. But, like, it, like just as a rugby person, it drove me nuts because I'm like, yeah. that is just. Well, they basically what are we doing? did Johnson just basically have like seven guys that were just dogs on defense, and then seven guys that are more offensive threat. I think they were or like, like football guys. Yeah, they were okay. just they were like. I mean, honestly, I couldn't tell the difference between yeah. the two lines. They were just all guys who could play rugby. Like they mm. just were all they could run, they Pretty could tackle. Athletic, it was yeah. just not, and like you couldn't even tell prop from wing. I mean, they were all just guys. Yeah, no one really stood out like on a positive end or a bad end. They were just solid. And then they would always just be like, hey, switch the line. And you were just like, yeah, that seems odd. That seems very odd. It's just, but It seems like very lazy coaching but, <laughs> like, but hey, also, but, too. Like, but still, it definitely beats the days. Because like, I remember watching one of my first sevens high school matches where there wasn't even goalposts. It was just over <laughs> some field over like. So the Cedar Falls teams, yeah. right? There was no lineouts, yeah. no kicks. There's no kicks or lineouts, yeah. So it was... It's come a long way in a, yeah. in a short amount of time, and it's obviously all for the better. Like, lineups mm-hmm. absolutely needed to happen. Oh, yeah. Yes. And kicking absolutely needed to happen. Yeah. But, like, I think the next step's probably subs. Like, it has to happen. And, yeah. and I understand why you want to roster 15 and you want them all to play because they're rostered. Like, I get that. Yeah. But I, I think there should be probably a limit on it. But if we yeah. went to 12... I mean, that would make your JV rosters. I mean, if you had, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it would kind of encourage you to be like. Some teams don't have more than 12 guys anyways, you know? Yeah. So, but, like, yeah. do you then, those guys that were dressed in varsity and maybe playing a couple minutes here and there, if you bump them down to JV, do they stick around? That's a good point, too. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah. me as a player, I would rather, if I'm putting that jersey on, I'd rather be on the field. Right. Than yeah. just be that 14th guy that. It like, gets like scrub minutes, right? Like I would rather play JV at that right. point. Well, and like, but for, I'm not built the same as everybody else either. Right. No. And for a lot of our guys who were that 14, 15th guy, they dressed. They might have played a minute or none, 
Right. And then they went to JV on Monday yeah. night. Yeah. Unless it was in Fort Dodge, because we don't drive to yeah. Fort Dodge. <laughs> Nobody drives to Fort Dodge. We didn't oh, either. Yeah. I told yeah. Tom in the beginning of the year we would. I was like, mm, our JV's a little, little thin, so no. Yeah. <laughs> See, I told him we would, but too. But we will next year, Tom. I told him we would, too. And Parker, I, I told Tom we would come before I ran it by Parker. And then I realized that I'm a middle school AD and I had a track meet that day. And then I was like, all right, Parker, it's on you. And he's like, well, I didn't say I was going. I'm like, oh, boy, Tom's yeah. going to be mad. <laughs> here comes the hate messages. <laughs> I drive everywhere, but nobody comes here. <laughs> Not Which, true. I mean, I get it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> you chose to live in Fort Dodge. <laughs> Uh, but I will say, the national championship of wrestling during spring break that Thursday, I always drive up to Fort Dodge, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Fair enough. We we recorded. Dude, we tried so... to record a podcast, but it was after I got there at like nine a.m. and he had Italian beef cooking and some cabbage and and uh, whatever. It was uh, St. Patty's Day the next day. So he had crock pots going. He had multiple computer screens and TVs in his little back room. We had two TVs with college wrestling, two with college basketball. We were betting. We were eating. We were drinking. We were doing stuff. We were having a good time. And then we went bowling during the session, like the break between sessions. And then we went back to his house. And then next thing you know, it's around like one in the morning. I'm like, "Hey, I brought a mic. Let's 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 <laughs> pot it up." Dude, it was like being a fly on the wall. It was so funny. <laughs> that episode will never see the light of day. Am I, I? I have to be the only person who's listened to it. You are, uh, and you couldn't even finish it. <laughs> oh no! Because <laughs> there was a time where we just like turn and look at each other, like, "What are we doing? <laughs> this isn't good." <laughs> I, I made it through quite a bit of it, though. Yeah. It, it was, was rough. Yeah. Then we made fun of you. I know. We made fun of a lot of I had people. to listen to that part, though, yeah. so. Yeah. But Tom's house strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good time. Oh, um, but back to the original question. Phil, ask a question. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on, uh, Actually, before that, though, yes. are you guys going to sit down and, like, meet with Rebel? Or, like, do you have other things lined up for your kids, like, intentionally to like try to or do you have sessions with like other college coaches or oh, anything lined um, up like that yeah i forgot uh so i think thursday we will go like we always do like a team activity so we're going to a springs like a barton springs it's oh, cool. uh, like a natural spring that they turn oh, into a swimming nice. pool that'll feel good on a recovery <laughs> yeah and then i think friday morning because we play friday night Friday morning, we're going to go to the locals practice. Oh, nice. So we'll go to and watch the PR7s practice. Oh, so, cool. Then we're going to the game after the tournament. I was just going to ask about the PR7s game you got. Yeah, that'll be cool. Where's that at again? Is that at? It's in Austin. It is. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, shout out to Ethan Pune. He never got us those shirts. Whatever. Damn it, Ethan. They're probably in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a long ways away. Uh, he, well, if he, so he coaches Regis Jesuit um, in Colorado. That was at Nationals, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. And he got me a shirt. And it's an 2X. But it's like European 2X. Oh. Or Australian 2X. Something like that. I don't know. Or Asian 2X. Yeah. I don't know what it is because it's a belly shirt. Yeah. So, oh, Phil. So, oh, I'll wear it. <laughs> no, sleeves will be tight, so it should fit. Perfect. Um. But yeah, so 
He gets gear once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so those jerseys, uh, actually not those jerseys, are striped jerseys. We bought through a site in China to try to save money. And their sizes are nowhere. Like, I asked for... Measurements, because it's like I'm not gonna say like I need this many mediums, this many larges, this many extra larges. It's I need this many, this size chest, this side belly, like inches. Yeah. So we actually have the front row. Yeah. But here's what's funny is the two X, three X, four X, and five X jerseys. Because again, they're Asian sizes. They're all the same size. They just stitched a different number (laughs) on there. (laughs) The five X and two X are not different. They're just like, 5X? No. <laughs> Fat American. <laughs> Lose weight. Yeah, because we, we've tested them, and it's like, the number 23 and the number 5 fit the same. <laughs> and they shouldn't. Yeah. Those are sweet jerseys, though. I really like those ones a lot. Thanks, I designed them. You did a great job. Thanks, I stole it from a website. <laughs> I still I still want a Miami Vice-style one. I do, too. I remember when yeah, we made those. colors yeah. We do want to put like a third pink in there, yeah. and that would really pop. Yeah, there's the vice. And then yeah. I designed a few a few jerseys, and I forget who it was. Like, no, don't put pink in there. That looks. And it's like, dude, these are sweet, dude. I know the ones that you uh, posted. I was just like, ah, I want them. If we do an actual like sevens team, or even for like a high school sevens academy, I would like to do really fun jerseys, and those mm. would be the ones we do. Because I think in summer that would be the time to do it. But, oh yeah, big time. Oh yeah. So yeah, that was a that was a real question though about yeah. like getting those kids that exposure. So I'm sorry, Phil. No, I was gonna. I, I was actually curious if you guys had any other activities planned besides that. Like, like, is there you guys gonna do anything after the tournament's completely over, or is it just pack up and get home? Yeah. So then? after the tournament's over, then we'll go to the. That PR is when the PR sevens thing yeah. is. Oh okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, that would make sense. After that, it's. Go and okay. then get out of here. The next weekend, as far as I know, we'll be at block party. Nice, nice. Yeah, say so that'll be Which fun. Which will just be the 18s, but nice. What are the 16s doing? Uh, 16s. I don't have anything. For. So I think a lot of them. I think so that the Austin trip is kind of a big trip, especially if you're 16. So I kind of want them like, here's your exposure. Mm-hmm. Go chill. We have the 15 stuff. I know a couple of them are doing that. Yeah, gotcha. Um. So maybe next year that's one where we kind of build them out for two tournaments also. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to see how the Austin would go. Okay. Well, just saying, there's a few spots. We have a team for yeah, our Wombats Academy. They, like we, The 16s are available, 100%. Okay, because we, it's one of those things where I think we jumped on it a little too late. Because I think some guys, once they like weren't selected for selects, they might have been like, oh, I'm going to do something else this summer. Because yeah. um, I'd like to get out there sooner just so people know, like, hey, yeah. this is something else. You're probably not going to leave the state, but it's just another opportunity. More reps, more rugby, yeah. Yeah. more chances. And uh, trying to track down some of these kids after the fact, it feels like we're, we're trying to play catch up. So... Yeah, we've we've got uh, we've got a team entered. It's paid. Uh, we just need people to show up. Yeah, yeah and if they want reps, they'll get reps. And I have to ask daily, but I'm not sure what their roster limit is. And I know we're going to be missing at least one, so I'll mm-hmm. probably pull one of those 16s. Maybe. Gotcha. I don't want any more than 12 because we're going to try and stick to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That deal. Um, but yeah, 100. percent I mean, nice. if, if 
they're not playing play. Okay. Play. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know when you called me, you're like, wait, we're not trying to step on your toes. No, absolutely do it. Yeah. Actually, be better, so then I have to work harder, yeah. and then everybody gets <laughs> Well, it's harder. like you said, right? <laughs> could there be a chance that you have your U18s playing at Block Party? Could there be a chance where, I mean, you probably don't want to do that, but, like, could someone earn their way from the U16 onto the Block Party roster, or... Yeah, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, we're already going to be one short for sure mm-hmm. for block party. So one of those, one or two of those 16s is going to get the email and be like, hey, nice. we want you for block party. Nice. That'd be cool. Awesome. Hmm. Is there, um, besides block party, though, do you guys have anything else planned after that? Or is that just... Sevens-wise, no. Seven-wise, no. We'll 15s. Um, sevens is tough. I was going to do one in Kansas City, but mm-hmm. that's, it's like three weeks in a row. Yeah, uh, that's a lot. Boston, Iowa City, Kansas City, like mm-hmm. right in a row, and I think that's too much. Yeah, yeah, like, that's understandable. And that's kind of why I didn't want to go to Lakefront. To granted, like it's a nice trip. Yeah, I know parents actually like Lakefront quite a bit. It's cool, but like I don't know. I'm kind of tired of going there. The competition has been, you know, I don't think a select side team should play. Like regular high school teams, yeah. Well, you, you guys should, just want it like you every year. Kill them, right? <laughs> yeah. If you're yeah. not, you're not doing something right. Yep. So yeah. we wanted to give Block Party a go. Plus, it's closer for everybody, mm-hmm. yeah. especially after going to Austin. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's a fun time. I mean, Dude, yeah, daily Block puts on a awesome, great right? tournament. Right. It gets better every year. I, uh, you gonna stick around after the uh, tournament? Um, or? I might stick around for a little bit, but I will have the entire herd with me too. Mm, so the boys will be the boys will be assistant coaching. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, maybe sneak cash in there for some minutes. Yeah, right. I mean, best way to learn is just go in there. Yeah. I mean, we played with David, dude. Yeah, that's wild. David wasn't—he was like three years older than Cash is now when he played. I think. Yeah, he yeah. was fifteen, I think, or sixteen when he jumped in with that match with us. I just remember allegedly. Allegedly, he was eighteen. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't remember everything's so foggy, but I just remember when we pulled up. He could have been 18 or whatever. Yeah, but just right. being like, jokingly, we're like, hey, you got your boots. Ha, ha, ha. And then we're yes, like, yeah. and then at the end of the match, we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> we need you to step in. We I just remember when he came in and then they kicked it to him. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, Don't dude. kill this kid. I remember Randall, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me right away. Yeah, like, pop, 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 yeah. pop, pop. Dude. Oh. Is that Gabe on the right? No. Never mind. Ooh, I, way, I see it. it the way the light yeah, hit yeah. his face at first. <laughs> oh, he's a good kid, dude. Gabe, yeah, that was fun. That was fun talking to him. He was fun to coach too. Yeah, and then Mikey, those Santiama boys. Santiama, yeah, allegedly, allegedly, yeah. It's not how you say it, but that's how everybody says it. <laughs> Wait, so how do you say it? Aspen. <laughs> I did. I don't remember. We don't remember. We weren't paying attention. I think Mike. I think it's actually pronounced how it looks, but everybody just Santoyama. Yeah, Santoyama. Yeah, but I think everybody just says Santiago. Well, I like how Mikey has on social media just Santo. Yeah, just like yeah, we'll just drop the rest of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm changing my Facebook name to Philly B. Oh, I thought that was a player. <laughs> hey, that's still good. Yeah, he must be like the man. I don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. Stormers loosehead. Wow, that guy's small. All right, um, that looks like he could be a Key and Peel character. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see it. <laughs> is this a skit? So we have YouTube on in the background with some rugby matches, and we just watched the the. 
USA U20s, U20s beat yeah. Canada, and now we have the Stormers facing off against Munster. Munster, and uh, instead of commentating this because no one can see it, we should probably, you know, you got an early wake up time. Yeah. We should probably wrap this up. We we really do appreciate you coming in and finally in person after yeah. like a year. It's cool. Made her down. <laughs> well, and you know what? I feel like we're gonna have to redo this again too. Oh, yeah. Just because we kept talking up about how crazy we're going to get with ranch waters. Ooh, yeah. And then... And then they're gone. What happened to all the ranch waters? I dumped them out there. Gross. No, did. Actually, to be <laughs> fair, have you tried the Bloody Mary ones? The spicy I ones? No. Yeah. Uh, I don't like those. They're disgusting. Yeah. Like, the first sip is like this weird, very thin, light, watery, tomato-y. It, it tastes like you're drinking like the... The juice out of ketchup. Like, you know when you first go to spray it out? No, I hate mm-hmm. ketchup. Yeah. No, I don't use ketchup either. <laughs> you know when people go to dump yeah, it and, like, yeah, water yeah. comes out? That's what I imagine. And then you have this massive, like, aftertaste, and it's just, it's gross. And we bought a four-pack, and I took one sip, and the other three cans are up See, there. See, I could have told you to avoid those. I do like yeah. the prickly pear ones. Those yeah, those ones are good. Ones. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's 105 degrees. Oh. Yeah. I'll, uh... Not be partaking in those. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we got to do it again, but, you know, yep. with uh, some prickly pears. <laughs> or maybe if we get back on the White Claws, I don't know. I mean, I'll still slam down some mangoes. Ah, uh, dude, I still remember that was such a big, well, it might still be a thing, but I remember when that was real big at Bream Roses of White Claws. Were you real close to getting their sponsorship on the front of a jersey? Yeah, well, I think, uh, isn't, does Coors own them? I don't know. Miller Coors? I feel like it. And I think Possibly. that was, I think that was like, because we, we still have the Miller Coors sponsorship, mm-hmm. so Maybe. I think that was like part of it, or we were trying to get that or something. Mm-hmm. But they like weren't trying to push White Claw because it was already selling well, right? Yeah. So they were like, eh, we don't need to do it. Yeah. But I mean, Coors Light sells well. Right. Mm. So, I don't right. know. I when, I, when are you going to put up some of those old jerseys for like auction? That's a Todd Becker question because I'm not paying shit for my jersey. I've earned that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, I, I just you know I, I feel like there's a spot here. Yeah, no, and I uh, I think I. Ooh. Well, no one likes Miller Lite, so I'll just take the number three Miller yeah. Lite jersey. Like I love Miller Lite, really so I, really I thought those jersey. jerseys were sick. Yeah, those were sick. <laughs> Do you have any of the U and I ones? Dude, I have like six U and I jerseys. Dude, I have so many U and I ones. They're all <laughs> almost all number two. I have a whole bag of U and I jerseys. Dude, over there. yeah, yeah. None of them are hanging up yet, but yeah. I I, I just found. Do you remember these balls that we oh, made? Yeah. I forgot about them, and I was like going through some of junk in my garage. I'm like, I never blew this thing up, and just holds air. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you ever do that where you find like, oh, I bought a ten pack of balls, and then you only blow up like half of them because you don't want to lose them. Years go by, and then you blow them up, and then it's like they have these creases in them that you can never get out. And oh like, yeah, my favorite now is I don't know where all the balls that I buy go, mm-hmm. and then I go up into my kids' room. Nah. Oh. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, there's my cones, too. Wow. <laughs> Why are you stashing nice. my cones? Are you running <laughs> drills up here, or what? Yeah, the NFL combine going on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Ugh. awesome. Well, last question I have for you. Do you have any Waverly youth stuff coming up? Because that's something oh. I feel like oh, yeah. that has always really... I don't know, that's always got me, like, as someone from another community... Like, oh shit, those guys are going to yeah, be... Waverly's doing something. Yeah, like you guys have 
what, 70, 100 kids in elementary school playing rugby. So as of right now, because Eric usually does that, and I know he's been pretty busy, so we mm-hmm. haven't announced anything. Okay. But I'll just go ahead and say that we will 100% try and get something going this summer, mm-hmm. yep. and it'll be announced in probably the next week or two. Nice. Okay. So, and... I have no idea what that'll be, mm-hmm. but it it needs to happen. It yeah. doesn't really take a whole lot because we all we already have all the stuff, right? So it's more or less just like committing players to come help, which isn't hard, yeah, and just getting it out there. So right. I would guess within the next week or two we'll have something. Nice, because I always know yeah. too. Whenever I put something like, "Oh yeah, we're thinking about doing a youth thing," within thirty seconds, Whitcom sends me a message. You guys want to drive up here and we'll do a fourth grade flag. Rugby match. <laughs> I'm like, dude, we don't even have a team. Like, yeah. like, I know, and I know next year for sure I'm going to try and get a U14 team, either all Ooh. Iowa or mostly Iowa, and try and take them to Cleveland. Oh, nice. nice. Awesome. That'd be really cool. And I've already talked to Zach Streifler, who's the, one of the guys that runs the Cleveland Rugby Academy mm-hmm. that throws that together. Yeah. And he's like, yep, this is when it opens. Sign up then. Otherwise, you'll be waitlisted. I'm like, okay, I'll nice. hop on it that day and sign us up. So, well, and nice. I think for our league, that's huge incentive to, like, get in those middle schools. Mm-hmm. And then if we could show kids, like, hey, you're 13 years old, you can compete for a national title on something you didn't know that existed. Yeah, and I mean, and it's, like, it's like that next natural step, right? Mm-hmm. U18, U16, U14. Yeah. And because, like, I have a kid that's getting close to there, yeah. obviously it's a little selfish, but same mm-hmm. thing, he likes rugby, so mm-hmm. if I have the means to do it, why not? Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, if it helps out other people, that's good, too, and then, mm. then yeah. it's going, it's a well-oiled machine, and we don't have to mess with it. Yeah? No, I love it. That's awesome. That's, wow, U14s, that'll be... Because I was, they do U12 at Tropical and at NAIs. Okay. And it's like co-ed. Oh, oh. I'm not oh. sure. I I can't. I don't know if it'd be tackle. Gotcha. But I'm not. I'm. I can't say 100. percent And mm-hmm. then the next one's U14. That's when they split them up and mm. it's competitive. And gotcha. All that okay. stuff. But they. I know they do U12 at those two. So that was one I was. Cash. <laughs> you can come with me. Let's go. <laughs> Bring your boots. Let's, out. Let's just check this out. Um, and then I saw too on the Blood Fest thing. It did say the Iowa Hawks. Because that's like what the teams like sipped under. Like, yeah, is that it's Iowa Selects? Man. Yeah, I've been trying to get. Sorry, Dennis. <laughs> but I like Iowa Selects better. Like Hawks is Hawks. That's fine, but that's yeah. that's for the U of I. I mm-hmm. think it's Selects. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that could be confusing. As I don't know. Yeah. yeah we'll so if it happens to say I A H, that's still us. I'll okay. try and get them to change it. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted. Did they just like look at the sip list? And be like, oh, that's it. And you're like, no, no, no. Call us this. So. Yeah, and that, that's probably what they did. Gotcha. Because I think that's what we are, hawks and hawkettes, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Which I like hawkettes. That works yeah. pretty well. Yeah. And yeah. they have a good program. But yeah. So awesome. Well, Casey, thank you for joining us, yeah, man. Yeah, good luck. It. We'll definitely be keeping our eye on it. Is there any streaming or anything we can keep up uh, with? Last year it was on Flow, so I would imagine it's either on Flow or maybe the Rugby Network. Okay. I'll, when I find out, I'll shoot you a message. Cool. But yeah, that'd be I'm, cool. I, I would almost guarantee you it's on one of those two. Okay. Because, I mean, the U20 match was on Flow, and they actually put it on their YouTube for free. Right. So that's the thing. When I hear Flow, I get scared because normally it's like, I'm not paying that. Mm. So well, I mean, if you so fun fact, if you have Flow Wrestling, you also have Flow Rugby. 
Yep. Which, so I, which, yeah, yeah, it doesn't help yeah. you, but I know a yeah. lot of people do that. Yeah. 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 No, and like that's the thing. Like I, my barber, big wrestling guy, he runs stalemates, and he actually had some beef with Flow, but they're cool now. Um, but we talk about all the time how just man, Flow is frustrating. Yeah, it is. Because they say one thing like. We want to grow all these niche sports. And it's like, no, you made a monopoly and a massive paywall, but yeah. you're you're holding out the people who care the most. It but. is what it is, and you yeah. kind of have to watch them knowing that. Mm-hmm. But last year, I think for the most part, they were pretty decent. Good down Good. there, anyway. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Cool. Flow. As far as I know. Okay. If I know differently, I'll. Yeah. Let us know. We'll share that out. We'll be keeping our eyes open, and, uh, and the yeah. Instagram will be busy this weekend. So check that. Hell out. yeah! Nice, awesome. Keep an eye on that. Yeah. Casey, thank you very much. Phil, you got any other questions or any anything else you wanna? I just appreciate you. I'm finally. Oh. Oh my, my hands are God. Hey, hand hug. <laughs> oh. Let's get that for the photo. Yeah, I wanna. I'm gonna go more this angle hey. to make it. Your hands are magnificent. <laughs> put them over the top. Put my, your hands over my hands. Full circle. We're back to sunny quotes. Now Clint's going to call and be like, well, look at my hands. <laughs> God, I actually just got a snap. It's his hands. Um, hands what's he holding? Um, <laughs> Phil, how you feeling? Good, you. Good, you. Good, you. Good, you. Good, you. Wasn't bad. Fresh, 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 fresh. <laughs> Oh, this isn't a touch screen. What you gonna do?